welcome to Stays Crunchy and Milk. If you have questions or comments, we have multiple ways we can be reached. Twitter is, of course, the best way for those who need instant gratification. And the show's Twitter feed is at SkimPod, S-K-I-M-P-O-D. Stays Crunchy. For the more patient amongst you, the email address for the show is podcast at StaysCrunchyandMilk.com. Crunchy again being spelled with a K. Crunchy. Hey, feel free to give us a call at 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. Today's Crunchy. We're available by Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, anywhere. Fine podcasts are available. And of course, at the website, StaysCrunchyandMilk.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share wherever possible, including on YouTube, where we can now be found at Stays Crunchy, and over on Twitch, where we're still Stays Crunchy in Milk. Our personal Twitters are Tatum216, Lunchbox2099, The Real ODP, and I'm your host, the Internet's Tayrail713. Stays Crunchy, Stays Crunchy, Stays Crunchy, Stays Crunchy, Stays Crunchy, Stays Crunchy. Pull up on the spot on low, shine brighter than all the cast they got on glow. Lay in the cut like they ain't gonna know, cause if I gotta make a move, dog, they ain't gonna know. This dog, this door mark private, this is not faux show. It's most deaf what you call real faux show. Is that what they call gangster? Hell no. They got a little pinch and go snitch to the pole. They all talk fast and they all think slow. I'm most definite, not think so. Fludge City with the black ink flow. And my crew ain't scared to let them things go. So stop with the nonsense, like he conscious. I'm just awake, dog. I'm doing great, dog. I don't play games, so I don't play a hate, y'all. Get it straight to get the fuck about my face, dog. I'm like the second plane that made the towers face off. That shit that let you know it's really not a game, dog. Your grind and my grind ain't the same, dog. I'm the catalog. You the same song. So cool and old school like 8-4. <coughs> the, the one your little mommy winding up a waist for. The name that real niggas got their hands raised for. Me and Minnie got the block yellow taped off. Don't push me Cause I'm close to the streets, to the beats, the bitches, the niggas, the women, the children, the workers, the killers, the addicts, the dealers, the quiet, the livers, the relics, and that's close. Don't push me cause I'm close to the edge, back, middle, and front. Strong back shit lifting it up from the big and the small. I'm like James Brown getting involved. Hello and welcome to it. It's Stage Crunchy Milk, it's episode 432, and we are the natural tuning of the universe. I'm joined by my best friend, just Tatum216. Hello. And it's Lushbox2099. Ladies, call me Boba Wet. <laughs> it's been on the screen this whole time, but that made it so much better. <laughs> uh, we are missing the, the RV in Puerto Rican this week. Uh, wish him well, you know what I'm saying, down, uh, down by the Keys. And that uh, him and his family is all to the good. Oh, I am your host, Dinner's Table 713. You know how we do. Uh, it's a remote one this night. And so, you know, you get some news stories, you get some uh, kicking it, you get some amateur assholes. Technically, you already got an amateur asshole, but you don't need to know about that. And uh, we already at it. You know, that's how he gets down. So, this one, I feel like it should be like the show art because it's so sad. I'm going to take a picture of this and send it to you gentlemen in our text chat because I want you to see that this is literally two sentences that they've made look like two paragraphs. It is not. It is two sentences and uh, therefore a very short story. <laughs> it's And it's just, it's just local dumb enough, but yet and still, this is from cleveland.com. Olivia Mitchell is who posted this uh, story. Hudson, Ohio, Hudson mayor, Craig Schubert 
whose baseless claims that school board members were peddling child pornography led to rebuke from Summit County prosecutor is now guarding attention for suggesting ice fishing in the city could lead to prostitution. That's one sentence. Schubert made the comments, which have been widely shared online during a Hudson City Council meeting on Tuesday. Wait a minute. That's a period right there. That's a sentence. So it's three sentences. Council President Chris Foster said a number of residents have requested permission to ice fish on Hudson Spring Lake, according to a recording of the meeting posted on the city's website. Another state, another sentence. So we got four sentences. Ice fishing is currently prohibited on the lake. And that is it. That is the that, that is the entirety of that story. No one delved further. No one thought, hey, we should let's investigate this shit. Why, Mayor, do you think that uh, ice fishing would lead to uh, prostitution? But no one bothered with that. So there you go. They Basically, the story was that mayor said some wild shit again. So there you go. Did you see the uh, picture I sent to the Twitter group like earlier of the no prostitution sign at the ice lake? I did. I did. <laughs> which is wild. Which is wild. It's like it, that, that, that jar of my memory was like, oh, I need to get that story for the show. So that is exactly why I, uh, I pulled that little uh, tidbit. So this next one, this is our, uh, our Ohio story. And it's, I actually have two articles about it. I'm going to try not to have to go through all of them. Uh, this, the first one is from Scene. The second one is from, I believe, Slate. Yeah. And uh, they both about the same thing. And that is Dave Chappelle opposing affordable housing in his, uh, in his home city of Yellow Springs, Ohio. Now, I have not read either of these. Let's see what the good people at Scene, this is Allison Bobka, has to say. Opposing affordable housing project, Dave Chappelle threatens to pull business from Yellow Springs, Ohio. Now, already that has a tone to it. You would think Dave Chappelle got all kinds of juice. Also, what business did Dave Chappelle have down there? Besides, I guess his friends all come through and need a place to stay. So, but let's go. Chappelle attended this week's Yellow Spring Council meeting to push back against a rezoning request that would permit multi-use development to add affordable housing units. The council voted against the development plan later that night. Oberer Land Developers was working with the Village of Yellow Springs on a 53-acre housing development plan for US 68 and Hyde, Hyde Road near the south side of the small town, located about 70 miles northeast of downtown Cincinnati. The development's most recently proposed iteration included townhouses, duplexes, single-family homes, a park, and several ponds. The plan also called for an affordable housing land component that the village could continue to develop. The plan differed from a previous iteration that only featured single family units with no affordable housing and the site needed new zoning classification to allow for multifamily units. During the February 7th, February 7th village meeting, the council was voting on whether to approve Ober's rezoning request and subsequently the expanded development plan. Along with other village residents, Chappelle shared his thoughts with the council during the three-hour February 7th meeting, voicing his opposition to the zoning change and multifamily development and threatening to pull his business from his idyllic hometown. I don't know why the village council would be afraid of litigation from a $24 million a year company while it kicks out a $65 million a year company, Chappelle said, referring to his company, Iron Table Holdings. I cannot believe you would make this uh, make me audition for you. You look like clowns. I am not bluffing. I will take it all off the table. Chappelle's plans to open a open restaurant, firehouse eatery and comedy club live live from YS in the village 
were approved by the Planning Commission in September. The entertainer, who frequently hosts concerts and comedy events in the village, even received approval for his own of his own rezoning request. Chappelle did not provide a reason why he opposed Oberer's last housing proposal or the affordable housing component beyond in the past generally saying that Yellow Springs could do better. The average age in the village is 49 years old. Without its school, the city will not live beyond the retirees who decided to settle here, Chappelle said in December. These changes are inevitable, but we could have a decision about what they are or could be. Let's use most of our let's use more of a visionary eye instead of a reactionary one, because the potential of this place is immense. Said and over and over is not the only solution. And that keeps going. So I'm going to bob over to the slate story to see what they have to say, because they, they see they want to be able to clarify something. So Slate's headline is the real story of the affordable housing development that Dave Chappelle helped kill. This is Henry Grabber again over at Slate. In a newly released stand-up clip, Dave Chappelle has once again upended the conventions of bourgeois morality. In this case, the stand-up occurred at a Monday night town meeting in Yellow Springs, Ohio. Oh, they think they're funny. Where the comedian did something some people found a little unseemly. He threatened to pull the plug on his investments in the city, which included a planned restaurant and comedy club, if officials approved zoning changes to permit townhouses and affordable housing. Offended? You are not alone. This is simply not how affordable housing gets rejected in polite society. You're supposed to declare your town a mountain lion habitat or defend the sacred views from the highway. You say you weren't consulted or that housing is too ugly, too affordable or not affordable enough. Just complaining about the parking shortage is plenty good enough for most of us. Then again, that's why we love Dave Chappelle, because he's not afraid to break down the euphemisms, the conventions, the tire cliches and say what he's really thinking. Like Monday's Yellow Springs City's meeting when he reiterated that he was serious about withdrawing the millions of dollars he had invested in the town. I cannot believe you would audition me for the city. We read about that already. The city council decided not to rezone it, but it would be a mistake to read the story about a local business magnate throwing his weight around. Behind Chappelle stood a much more typical local uprising that, in reality, is far more representative of the roadblocks to building more housing in prosperous places than, than the comedian's threats. For almost two decades, Chappelle has lived on the outskirts of the quaint college town east of Dayton. He, ta he talks a lot about how much he loves Yellow Springs, where he attended middle school and spent childhood summers with his father, the dean of students at Antioch College. This place hasn't changed in 100 years. It's aesthetically almost identical, he told Dave Letterman a few years ago. Yellow Springs isn't some Trumpy suburb where you can get up and say you don't want poor people living nearby. It's a deep blue island of Democrats in a red in red green county, a handsome hippie village with a 140 year old newspaper and the kind of lively little Main Street that counts as a regional attraction. And it's not being forced to build affordable housing by a lawsuit mandate. In 2017, the village population, 3,697, commissioned a 440-page housing needs assessment that concluded that many house, housing choices in the village were not affordable, which left local employers and community itself at a competitive disadvantage. Several respondents overwhelmingly said housing Yellow Springs was a problem because it was too expensive. Yellow Springs was a hard place for seniors to downsize and stay in the community, and its schools had more space for more students. Uh, enter the land developer, squeaky wheels with grease. Blah, blah, blah. I want to know why. So I'm going to scroll down and see if they have a, a, a more of a why. 
but now there'll be no okay. It's hard to totally discount the weight of Chappelle's threat, but the consensus among project opponents, including counselor who cast the decisive vote against rezoning, was far more typical of your average prosperous liberal enclave than being blackmailed by a big investor. The main problem, Counselor Carmen Brown said, was the upzone project wouldn't be affordable enough. But now there will be no affordable housing and no multifamily housing either. Your zoning does not require any affordable housing, George Ober reminded opponents of the zoning change. And Council President Brian Hosh was more explicit. If it goes straight subdivision, you don't have any at all. And so that was the main point I kind of wanted to get to. And uh, what I, I sent you guys a, a tweet uh, that that, that uh, kind of made the point. Uh, hold on, I wish you want to pull that tweet up because I, th- I thought it was a, a good way of uh, stating the uh, stating the obvious here. And that is the same misguided sense of political possibility guides well-meaning civic activists everywhere who let the perfect be the enemy of the good and wind up with neither. It's like they want cheaper housing, but they want it real cheap and they can't have that. And because they can't have that, they're like, fuck it, nobody. And it's like, bro, it's like. It's like I hate I hate it that sometimes it has to be you got to take what you can get. That way, at least you got something. And now they have nothing. And and that's and that's and, and, and who knows? I mean, I, I don't know what Dave Chappelle will do with this. I, I don't know what kind of person Dave Chappelle is anymore. I, 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 it's like you, you thought you knew a motherfucker, but now it's just I don't know. As of late, that don't seem to be the case. But also, I have I I I, I kind of I don't know. I guess I I, I I don't even hold out hope because I don't like I said I don't know what could come of this. You've kind of I mean, fucked the deal because, like I said, they didn't have to ask for that rezoning. They already had permission to just build the motherfucking houses mm-hmm. and and can take what they have already been given and just say fuck it. Then I'm gonna build a suburb where I'm out here. And no affordable housing at all, no duplex, no nothing, just big old houses like they got in the uh, North Ridgeville and shit now, you know what I'm saying? And so, like I said, now you've taken away all the other possibilities just by saying, I don't like the way this one was going to work out. And that's what it's been a lot in, poli- in politics in general lately. People are like, want it, they want it one way and, and that way is it. And when they don't get it that way, they don't, they don't think about the other Maybe this way. Maybe there's another way we could do this. Maybe there's another way this could have been done. How about at least something? How about we walk away with a little something, something on our belly, as as opposed to just being hungry. You feel me? Yeah. So I, mean, I understand to like. Ooh, ooh, I was listening to the Doughboys earlier today, and they were talking about like uh, about college towns on on that episode. And like, um, you know, big, I, I don't know if, and, and, I, and I'm, I'm speculating here, like, if Dave Chappelle just doesn't want his little town to turn into a big town, where first they start getting, you know, housing, then they get to Walmart, then they get to Target and the Best Buy, like... Uh, maybe I mean that that's the thing he doesn't want that growth he loves the fact that it hasn't changed in a, uh, in, a in hundreds of years or a hundred years mm-hmm. not a hundred years that, that was the newspaper but that things haven't changed um and I can I can understand that some but 
like you said, it, there's more than one way to do things, and hopefully they'll, you know, come up with some other solution other to not have anything. Yeah. Yeah, so they they, they said that town is, is clearly, it clearly needs, uh, you know, affordable housing to keep the employees there, you know what I'm saying? Because you can't have people like, oh, and that's, that's what a lot of cities have, you know what I'm saying? People who, uh, who work there live, you know, uh, and, and and obscene distance away, and sometimes an uncommutable distance. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, rest too far away, man. When when, when, when our homeboy uh, Chad told us that he lived in Vermilion and drove all the way to downtown Cleveland, that was insane to me. How but far is Vermilion? It's like like forty five minutes from downtown. God, I feel like Vermillion is so much further away, but maybe he was taking the the, the turnpike or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know so these Google couple. Maps right quick. I know it's a couple people. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna say no names, but like one of the that, that real tall lady, she lived at least an hour away, maybe two. Hey, that's a that's a wild ass commute, man. Uh, Forty three minutes. Forty three minutes. Okay. And that's yeah, four point one miles, but that's, and that's and that, yeah, that's now without real traffic and so forth and so on. Could you yeah. imagine driving in rush hour, all the way across over the river and through the woods? You know what I'm saying? So it's it's I don't know. It's just it's wild. And that also doesn't factor in like I'm just googling from the town of Vermilion. I don't know where the fuck he was living at in Vermilion. You know? Yeah, he could have been on a couple the, minutes. Yeah, yeah. So. Could have been on the other edge of that shit. I hope you still listen to the show, Chad. I don't. I ain't heard from you in a while. So, <laughs> but also, you know, doing well, man. For sure, for sure. In general, all right. Last one up, and like I said, this one is actually an opinion piece, so I don't want to sally forth too long in it. But I saw the headline and was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Here's why I'll be keeping my shoes on in your shoeless home. Why are you? <laughs> With a little subheading, why are you assuming that your guest shoes are dirtier than your floors? This is by Chris Frieswick, a lady at uh, the Wall Street Journal. Shoes are one of those things that separates us from other species. Get the f- Already I want to tell this broad to get the fuck out of here. And I know I'm wrong for that, but I'm just going to be real with you. Not only, our shoes, on Zoom. not only are shoes fabulous, but they protect our soft and not very well-designed feet from threats both foreign and domestic. Every single toe that I ever broke got that way when I was not wearing shoes. Despite their in- incalculable value to the human race, many people maintain a shoeless home. Some of them believe that forcing people to remove their shoes before entry will keep their floors clean from the various things that exist outside. Now, I'm not a barbarian. If I'm entering a home from from... from of someone from a culture in which wearing shoes inside is a sign of disrespect, or if my shoes are covered in snow, mud, blood, condiments of any sort, lava, condiments. lava, excrement, concrete dust, or biomedical hazardous waste. <laughs> She's so jokey. I'm, of course, going to take them off, but I don't really need to be told to do so. But barring shoes outright just to keep your floors clean in, is, is bringing a gun to a pillow fight. Turns out there's already an effective old-fashioned way to achieve your goal of clean floor while while neither insulting my hygiene habits or endangering my delicate, vulnerable, long-suffering feet. It's called a doormat. 
in other shoeless homes, it isn't the dirt that owners fear, it's the germs. For these folks, shoes are super spreader events. They likely got freaked out by a 2008 study by, the, by scientists at the University of Arizona that found that 96% of shoes have fecal bacteria like E. coli on them. Gross, right? Shoes are the devil. Oh, wait, turns out E. coli is everywhere already. You're probably sitting in a big pile of it right now. When people see the Arizona study, they just they are just horrified, says Elizabeth Scott, professor of microbiology at Sims University and a founding member of the International Forum on Home Hygiene. For me, that's no surprise at all. E. coli is everywhere. So what about babies? They are fecal bacterial machines. I asked Dr. Scott if having a baby in your home is, is actually more dangerous to home cleanliness than my shoes. Here's the deal. You walk in my house, I actually take your shoes off. You can take your shoes off or you can just turn your ass back around and leave. It's a very easy situation here. I don't care who the fuck you are. It's rules in my house. And if my rule says don't wear shoes, my guy, that's it. I don't understand why this person seems to think that she needs to tell the world she, re she shall refuse to wear shoes in your house or not. To, or she shall refuse to take her shoes off of your house. Then you just aren't invited anymore. This is an easy answer. Yeah, get you your won't, ass up out of here. You won't be kicking it with your friend, with, with certain friends anymore. And, and you've done this to yourself because you want to be stubborn. I, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> People grow apart all the time. For sure, for sure. And if you want to make this your heel to die on, there you go, Chris Frieswick. You are... Uh, you are real special. That is the end of our news. <laughs> Holy smokes, people! I don't even know what to do with the rest of that. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm just, a, I'm offended on people's behalf. Like, bro, come on, man. <laughs> what idiot shit? But you know how we do as we, as we, as we get to it, man. And first of all, always is Tatum. What's going on in your world? Not a whole lot. Um, been working, putting salt in the driveway. Um, um, but I mean, not a whole lot. Been getting oh, no. ready for, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, that is terrible. Um, not to mention, you know, um, us being familiar. Oh, she her check back. She got it back. I, I see her walking out the door with that check in her hand. So <laughs> that's pretty dope. Uh man, I uh, um I don't miss uh getting overdraft fees. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 a that's a that's a life I don't I'm glad I don't I don't live so any any longer. Not like I didn't have overdraft fees, but still. Oh man, I, I used to I used to um I used to get some every once in a while. Yeah. I gotta put gas in the car, I was like I only got a dollar in my bank account. <laughs> it's okay, I'll take that hit. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I, had, I had I had to lend somebody money for that exact reason a couple days ago. Oh, for gas or for overdraft fees? Overdraft fees. Oh man, they was gonna get them or did they get them already? This matters. <clears throat> they were going to get them. All right, see there I, you I, go. I lent the money to prevent it, and then I got the money back a day later. Very good. Yeah, nothing like like I said that that whole, the whole idea of hey man, uh, don't let me go over because it's gonna be I'm losing money at that point. I'm with you on that. I got always a helping hand to be handed out at that point. 
the way it was explained to me was there was a payment schedule that was negotiated and then the entity went against the, the negotiated schedule and collected hmm. early. Which okay, left I, the, the person with short funds because they were not on that schedule. I've, I've heard that before. And I always wonder, really? <laughs> well, what, what happens sometimes is it depends on the entity, but they sure. go like a day early. So say to make sure it hits the day it's supposed to. Yes. Well, yeah. in this but case, they, they, went, they went four days early. And see, that seems outlandish to me. <clears throat> and and pro- actually, on, on near criminal to me. You know what I'm saying? It's one of the things like, hey, bro, I told you this day. <laughs> so I, somebody should be making phone calls and having a, having a discussion about uh, why they like, bro, don't do that again. You're going to fuck up our bank account. And then none of us going to have money. So <laughs> do, do, do they bank with... Um... Uh, with who we know, yes. Mm. So what what probably happens is what uh, <laughs> I know this is such inside baseball, but uh, what happens is like they're checking for what it is, and then they like like they peek in your account like, hey, you got that money, brother? <laughs> I'm just looking, mm-hmm. and then they actually take it out that you know the day they agreed on. But uh, I don't know. I hate banking. I uh man, I um so I I since we're talking about banking, I, I I guess I might as well tell this story. So, this story starts back in August of two thousand and twenty-one. I took my kids to the dentist. I had so my dentist like uh well yes the dentist. Like sends you text messages like, oh, you got a you got an appointment coming up. Make sure you're there early and all that stuff. Just like any other thing. So back in August, I get there early. I'm like, I'm maybe like a half an hour early because I do have to work that day. So I try to get there earlier. And then, you know, I call in like um I'm outside and it was like, oh, okay. Um, you should be it should be like a 15 minute wait. Like that 15 minutes turns to like almost a full hour. I'm just like outside waiting because this is during the COVID time. So they, they try, I, you, you wait outside, not in the waiting room. So I'm waiting outside in the, um, and then I call them again. I'm like, I'm, I'm outside waiting. You said it would be about 15 minutes. And then they're like, well, miss, it'll be a little bit longer. So, Okay. I wait like another 15 minutes and then they finally call like, okay, you guys can come in. And then like, I I don't remember what was happening, but um, like the boards are trying to go in and then like the lady like snap and I'm already upset because I've been waiting all this time. But the lady who's like the receptionist kind of say something to the boys like, um, and I'm like, we we're we're on our way in. We've been waiting all this time. Just chill out. So, like, I go in and um, like I'm getting the boys adjusted, and they're like, Emery ha- was sitting with me at first, and then um, you know, I think Anthony was up first to get his teeth clean, and um, so Emery had to get X-rays, and. The lady was before, like I could even, 
you know, be done with the like the initial checkout. So like, um, you ready to schedule um your next appointment? I'm like, I don't even know if I'm coming back here at all. <laughs> and hmm. I mean, I, I I actually said that to her. Yeah, for sure. And then um, just be like because of like her attitude and the, uh, like how rude I, I felt like she was. Um, so then they check out Anthony's teeth. They check out Emery's teeth. Then they say like. Uh, well, uh, it looks like Anthony has a cavity. I'm like, oh, shit. So, and then, like, while she's, like, checking, and she was saying, like, asking Anthony to open up, and then she gonna accuse him of trying to bite her. I'm like, wait a minute. Now, this, first of all, this ain't Emery. This is Anthony. <laughs> and, like, like, the way you're talking to him is confusing. Like, he's trying to open up. He can only open up his mouth so far. So, I'm like, okay, all right. But I'm like, he has a cavity. I have to bring him back here. So we scheduled an appointment for um, get getting his cavity filled. Um, you know, the, I guess the the it was like um like three or like two or three weeks later, we come back get the cavity filled. I pay for it with my FSA card. I get a filled. We come home. Um. Everything seems to be okay. So then I get a letter in the mail in November. Like, hey, man, we about to turn off your FSA card. Because Same thing happened to me. Um, you, you went to the dentist, and we don't know if that's a, uh, is that cosmetic or whatever. Uh, we need an itemized receipt. I send an itemized receipt. Um, and it, um, the person, I'm like, well, you know, how can I send it? He's like, well, email it to this. I emailed the, um, I emailed him. And thought it was over. Didn't hear anything back. Um, then um, a couple weeks later, I'm checking my. Um, I, what did I? I, I bought some. I, I, I used my FSA card. It was denied. Mm-hmm. Now, the, when I initially talked to the guy on the phone, he's like, first, you know, this is not a slow process because we know how things are. You send it in, and then you'll. You'll receive multiple letters even before we even cut off the card. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. But like I said, once I received a letter, I sent in the, um, the itemized receipt. The itemized receipt. Then they cut they cut off my FSA card. I'm like, okay, um, what do I do now? And they're like, well, you sent it to this. I sent it again. Uh, yeah, we never received that. So they um, so. I sent it like through like um like email the first time and then the second time I sent it like through like the actual app. Yeah. Then I called back a couple like a, a week later, like we just now received your itemized list. And um we only cover so what what they said happened was and I don't know why they would even put this on the itemized receipt. We overcharged you $10. So I paid with my FSA card. And the procedure was only supposed to be, I guess, $110. Mm-hmm. But they charged me $120. And they were like, oh, so now I have to, you have to pay back or get them to give back the $10. Um <laughs> that um that was overcharged i'm like first of all what the hell why am i responsible for that Mm -hmm. 
And then they were like, well, uh, well, let's get the um, the dentist office on the phone. So I get them on the phone and she's, I, I can tell it, it's the same lady from, um, from before. And she like, well, um, you know, the person from my insurance company um, explains like, well, um, this is what happened and we need the $10 um, from you guys. And I'm like, okay. So, like, we try to get it done and I'm like, no, like, we can't give back the $10 to that card. And they probably couldn't give it back because the card is cut off. Like, it, yeah. it's probably... Um, you know, it, it can't be done. They're like, well, you can come in and get, you know, the $10. We'll put it on a different card. I'm like, look, back in August, I knew I shouldn't have been fucking with y'all no more. Um, when the first time I came in there, y'all was, you know, being pretty rude when I, when I came in with my kids. And I'm like, keep the $10. I'm never coming to your establishment again. And I, I'm done completely. And then, like, so I, I, what happened for, like, when I initially went to that dentist, my pediatrician recommended um, her. My pediatrician was like, what was like, they cool? I was like, oh, they should be fine. I went, like, on Google and I, like, wrote a Google review. And then, like, I read all the other reviews. I'm like, what the fuck was I, why didn't I read reviews on this um, dentist before I, before I chose them? Like, Pretty much saying the same thing, like they overcharged. I went to another dentist. My my child didn't even need um dental work, and they um and they went through it. Um, they did they did it any they wanted to do it anyway. Um, the receptionist was always rude when I went in. Um, the dentist was rude. Like some of the you know the the hygienists were great, but um, everybody else was rude in the building, and like. I was just like, why didn't I read those reviews before? So, it was it was a whole thing. So then I had to go to the bank and go get a ten dollars cashier check <laughs> and send it to my um, insurance company so I can uh, use my FSA funds because like I have I have medicine and stuff I need uh, that I need to buy. Yeah. And yes, I can pay for it myself and then try to get reimbursed from them but that's that's going to be another long process so i don't know there's just been a um a headache with with that so far so i don't know if y'all can see it that's not a real tooth right there mm-hmm. pop it in and out of my mouth anytime i want to i wear it when we don't do shows you ain't seen a big old hole in my mouth uh but at one point i dropped that bitch and it chipped and i was like i gotta get it fixed Take it to my folk, dentist people. Oh, yeah, no big deal. Get it fixed. Cost you $70. Cool. Swipe my card because we know what it is. And go through. It's fine. It's multiple months later, I get a letter from them saying, hey, man, I don't know why you got what you what you get at this dentist. You could have been buying a toothbrush for all we know. Literally came at me that way. For whatever dumb reason, it's my wallet here. I still got the receipt in my wallet. I put that receipt in my wallet the day I got it because I was like, just in case. So I actually had the receipt the entire time, but they didn't like the receipt I had. So they had that. I had to have the dentist office go through and send them some shit. And then nothing came of it. And weeks later, I mean, I mean, like a very long time later, uh, the, the lady I spoke with at the uh, insurance was like, oh, yeah, 
we got you. You good and so forth and so on. Don't worry about it. We sorry it took so long. This, that, and the third that happened and, and, and whatever, whatever. So I'm like, y'all, y'all are some real bitches in that regard, right? So that's our dental insurance. Our dental insurance was is kind of on some nonsense. Today, I had to take my kids to the doctor. And I noticed when I was all in my chart, y'all, uh, you know what I'm saying? If y'all, know, if y'all use uh, certain uh, facilities around here, they, they have my chart of that it said I would owe a $75 copay. Mm-hmm. And biggest day on our, on our insurance card, it says, no copay. Do not pay at time of service. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, no, I don't owe you shit until uh, my insurance company says what to pay. And I was like, Huh. I remember going to the doc a bunch of times last year, and I also remember paying that damn 75 copay a bunch of times, and I probably wasn't supposed to pay that shit. So I was already on the horn, horn with my, so I like called my insurance company like, hey yo, what's up with this $75 copay? And there's like, all right, on the real, because you're seeing a specialist today, that $75 copay is legit. I'm like, cool, thank you for that. I go, but wait a minute. I went to the doc several times last year and I paid a $75 copay multiple times. So you sure? And I'm, I'm real sure. When I'm in fact, I can pull up the times I went to the doctor. We can go through it. So we itemized bit by bit, went through them. And they're like, you are, you are right here, right here. I see where they charge you uh, $35. And then they charge you $40 like a couple of days later. You know what I'm saying? So, and so, on. so basically, uh, uh, my, my medical system was fucking me. And they were and, and, and be, we what's OK. So what's dope about our, ins- our, our health insurance, at least, is we have a specific Basically, concierge service for our company. Mm-hmm. It's hot. It's hot because basically, when I first called, they was like, "You're gonna be on hold for a very long time until I put my numbers in that said I work for who I work for." And they was like, "That." And I mean, they got on the phone almost instantaneously after I put them numbers in. Oh, because because we get siloed off to a whole different group of people. It's this specific 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 to our company. That lady was like, "Well, you know what I'm gonna do for you." I'm going to call them right now while you on the phone with me. I'm like, cool, let's get that in. And she got in their ass. And it was so good to hear. I was like, oh, look at you advocating for me to these motherfucking ruthless ass medical systems around the great state of Ohio. And uh, sure as shit, she's like, all right, so what, is you, what did you do here? Oh, so basically we charged them for something from this year in 2017. And that lady got, she got so heated. You go charge him in 2021 for something from 2017? Yes, yes, ma'am, we did. I was like, oh, shit, they got this bitch. <laughs> now, in the end, truly, yes, I guess I owed them some money from back in 2017, a copay I didn't pay or whatever, gravy. But no one told me that. What they told me at the counter was, you have a $75 copay, please swipe your card. And because they had not told me what was up, I, and basically what, uh, and, and left me stank, man. It was about to be a real problem for them via our insurance, because it turns out this it basically looked like they was fucking us. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. How interesting that it worked so well on one part of our insurance and so terrible with the other. Dental shit be on some nonsense, man. Yeah, I mean, I remember like a couple years back, um, man. When times were harder, I mean, I did abuse that car. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I remember um, it was at the end of the year, and I was just like, man. And I bought like I bought my mother the fanciest, schmanciest foot massager in the world. <laughs> and then, like, um, 
I was like, let me, cause it said it said on the website like, yeah, you can use your FSA card, and I was like, well, alright, and I charged that bitch to the game. I think that bad boy was like one seventy five, but then like I did get a letter later, but then um, like they stopped using that particular company for the FSA fund, so it didn't matter anymore. Yeah. I mean, look, it's like, it's not you abuse anything. We work hard for this shit. It ain't yeah. like we ain't pay for it. That's you know true. This, I, is, I this kinda, is... Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm not... After this year, maybe I'll just like... I'm an adult. I'm just mad at my own money. I don't need you to middleman my money no no goddamn more. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm funny that that that, 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 that just goes down. My, my, I, I recently got uh, Xander a bank account and... Uh, uh, I um, <laughs> and uh, so I had to go through the steps explaining him how how overdrafts and all that shit works and 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 so forth, you know. So he was aware, and I literally told him like, "Look, look I'm gonna be real with you, bro. I check my bank account multiple times any given day to make sure my shit is on is is, is how it is." Get in the habit of at least checking your bank account when you wake up in the morning to make sure anything that happened overnight. Can be addressed and looked at, and so for, so far he's been very, very good about about keeping a close watch over over his uh, account. So you should you should get him a um, starter credit card with like Capital One, like one with like a five hundred dollar limit or something. Yeah, yeah. I guess I mean I guess he's eighteen now, so yeah. But, it'd be good. It'd be good to, for him to start building credit now while he's yeah. young, or uh, like just put him on one of yours. So yeah. that'll that'll build both of y'all credit. Yeah. You know that's an option too as a co-signer. It yeah. just it's important for him to start building credit when he's young, and not be like me in my mid twenties and like you know you're struggling to get anyone to give you shit because they're like no credit history is just as bad as bad credit history. Yeah, so, like yeah, in a lot of cases it is. So if you just get him something small, just because like it'll start building up his like length of credit history, like his like um I credit history. Yeah, but like it gets something started so that it like it you know has something to go off of. Yeah, yeah. So just uh, yeah, the the bank shit been on my mind as well, sir. So I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you in that regard. It's uh, it's a uh, yeah. Yeah, like at, uh, all the lines of what lunch was saying, you can get like um, give him the one card or put him on multiple cards and never give him the card so that way. I mean, and you can do the same uh, thing for Lee too. Start building up their credit and never even give them a card. Hmm. Uh, I hear you. Don't listen to us. We are not financial advisors. <laughs> <laughs> we are podcasters. We are entertainers. Don't take what we say about finance to, with, with anything but a grain of salt. Trust it's me. Meant to be used for information and entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Judge Steve Harvey. <laughs> judge Steve Harvey. How the fuck you gonna call this man a judge? Does Mama call him Judge? I'm gonna call him Judge. I like why <laughs> Man, Daniel Boone, what's going on in your neck of the woods, dear sir? Uh, I haven't been on here in a minute, have I? No, you were here last yeah. week. Was I? I was, wasn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I, for, I forgot if it was last week I called off or the week or the week before. You know, that was the week, that was the week before. Yeah, you 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 good. You uh, 
you uh you 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 told you hit us to the story of a uh, selling your TV stand and getting your new TV in and your your LEDs and your proper little fireplace. I fuck with it. Super is gonna yeah. be great for you. I'm I hyped. do remember it now because we had the snowstorm last last yes, Thursday. Yes, yes. Okay, so I can regale you with uh, the tales of my snowstormery, my snowstormery. So the snowstorm hit um, Thursday. And Friday, my buddy got up to leave to go to work, and they didn't plow over here or anything at all. And he couldn't make it, like, he made it, like, out of the driveway, and he couldn't get any further. He got stuck. So I tried to help him, like, rock his car back into the driveway, and we got it moving, but, like, not enough to, like, get into the driveway. Mm -hmm. So our, our, our idea was, oh, well, maybe if you just hit the gas... And go around the block because it's essentially a giant circle. You'll have enough momentum that when you come back, you know, you'll be able to just kind of like hit the hit that bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he got about three houses down the street and got stuck in a snowbank and couldn't move any further. And we co- I, we couldn't rock the car out of the of it at, or any whatever or anything. So at that point, he just decided to call off work and leave the car there. Right. So. Um, Friday, he, he was in his room watching TV while I was working, and the plow truck people came around like 10 o'clock that night. So at that point, like he was, he's just like, I'll just do it in the morning. I'll leave my car out there. It is what it is. Problem is, the city that I live in, you can't park overnight from November to April from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m., like there's a parking ban during those times. Yeah. Then when the snow exceeds two inches, you're not allowed to street park at all. So he was like doubly, you know, fucked. Yeah. But so he woke up Saturday and um, he found a parking ticket on his car. Somehow he, he lucky about that. I mean, see that's the thing. The plows came and they buried his car in. So. <laughs> Like, he got the parking ticket because, like, they weren't going to be able to tow that bitch even if they wanted to. So, um, I, I had a Halo tournament that day. So I oh, yeah, him, I remember that. I told yeah. him, I'm like, look, I, well, I can help you from this time to this time. But after that, I'm sorry. I, I made a commitment to these other people to do this. I got to do this shit at this time. So, if you need help, speak now or forever hold your peace. So he's like, all right, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to shovel. I'm going to see what I can do. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm in here. Let me know. So some time went by, and then I was like, all right, well, this tournament started at 3. It's like 1 o'clock now. Let me jump on, get set up. Like, Because I, I still have the Xbox out here in the living room. So I was like, well, let me see what Halo looks like on the big TV, and let me get warmed up a little bit. So I had finished eating. I sat down in because I brought my recliner chair from my bedroom out to here because I'm probably going to leave it out here now anyway. But I brought the recliner out here. I set it up in front of the TV. And I had just sat down, and the first game was loading in. Like, we literally went through the loading screens, and me and my teammates were showing up on the TV against the opponents. And then, like, I hear, hey, can you help me? And I'm like, yeah, but you have to wait 15 minutes. So I, I played through the practice game, and then um, my teammates for the tournament started messaging me, like sending me invites to join their party, and I had to message them back, be like, look, I'll be back in 20 minutes. I got to go do this. I'll be right back. 
So I threw some some shoes on and a hoodie. I was in basketball shorts, and it was like eight degrees outside, right? Oh, man. So I go outside. He's like, don't you want to put some pants on? And I'm like, no. I want to be done with this as quickly as possible. I don't have time for pants. So um, I go outside, and, like, honestly, it wasn't that bad. Like, it was cold outside, but, like, the wind wasn't blowing or nothing. So it's like I didn't really feel it. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't out there that long to where like, yeah. it was anything. So I went down the street. He had he had shoveled out a good portion of the snow. So um, he's like, do you want to get behind the wheel or do you want me to? And I, I looked at him and I could see the look of, like, fatigue on him because he had just been shoveling for, like, the last hour. So I was like, all right, look, you get behind the wheel. I'll try pushing it because it, like – I'm out of shape, but, like, in that moment, like, I probably had a little more oomph in me than he did. Yeah. So I was like, all right, yeah, you get behind the wheel. Um, I'll try rocking it from the back. And so I got behind the car, and uh, we rocked it out within, like, 30 seconds. So um, then, he, you know, he ended up parking in the driveway. Like, he had shoveled half the driveway, and then he just left his car basically halfway in the driveway for the rest of the weekend. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he got a $25 parking ticket. And I came in, and me and my teammates promptly got eliminated in round one. Um, wow. <laughs> I mean, like, we never played, like, really, like, like we did some practice round stuff, like, earlier in the week. But we never all – we don't have a lot of play experience together. Yeah. And so, like, I wasn't playing very well. Like, I wasn't playing up to my, my capabilities and that because I, I was rusty. I hadn't played in over a month. And so we were also going up against people who, like – apparently fucking do this shit all the time because after we got eliminated we all logged off and i was like just chilling so i went to twitch and i pulled up twitch to see if people were streaming anything from the tournament and i found um some other people that were in the tournament streaming it was a fucking group of college kids that are playing on a LAN in their dorm room and they're like the official esports team of that fucking college it was like ohio christian university yeah, and they were and they crazy. were playing. They were going up against a team that knocked us out in round one, and they were whooping their ass. And I'm like, it, no it, wonder. I'm like, these fucking kids are over here, and they're all in the same room on the same network, and they're talking, and yeah, they, they play this like incessantly. And I'm over here. It's like four middle aged men who like I just met like the one dude like four days prior, and couldn't even really remember his real name like at first, and. The other guy I've met at parties like three times over the last 10 years, you know, so it's like me and a bunch of randoms teaming up against kids who like eat, sleep and breathe Halo and Jesus. <laughs> and Jesus. <laughs> you had no, you had nothing for them. You had nothing for them. Yeah. They had the power of prayer on their side. <laughs> <laughs> and anime, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Um, your, your, um, your roommate really, really lucked out because like, I've had a, to- a car towed before. It mm-hmm. sucks ass to get it back. Yeah. Because, um, like, you have to uh, pay. They, they still give you a ticket. You um, still have to. Uh, you have to pay to go get it back. Man. The system so, don't always work on your side. The, the, the story doesn't end here. It's end there, though. So. I hadn't ordered food from anywhere all week. I've been good. I've been making my own food. I haven't been ordering out nothing. Like part of it's a snowstorm. Part of it is I didn't want to spend the, like a bunch of money, right? So Saturday afternoon, like I I had eaten oatmeal for breakfast that day at like eleven o'clock. 
like the tournament, we were knocked out at around like three thirty. It's now like five o'clock. I haven't eaten anything else. I'm getting hungry. I was like, fuck it. I haven't ordered anything all week. I was craving like a cheeseburger, right? So I, I ordered like a cheeseburger and some fries. The food like gets picked up by my, my Uber del- delivery driver lady. Um, I don't watch like the, the them on the phone or whatever. This when they show up, they show up, you know. So I have it set up for them to leave the food on the side porch, and then I just go get it because I don't want to deal with like interacting with people and shit. Just leave it there. I'll get it when I like. Sometimes I'll be in the bathroom or I'm watching something, and like I'll just go grab it in a minute. So she drops off my food and leaves. So I go outside to the porch and I grab the bag, right? And I, as I'm picking the bag up, I immediately go, in my mind, I go, what the fuck is this? Because I told you guys, I ordered a burger and fries. Mm-hmm. As I'm picking the bag up, it's a giant fucking bag and there's a two liter of, of Coke in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I bring the, um, the bag inside and I opened it up, and I look in like in it, and there's a brown paper bag and a two liter of Coke. And on the bag, like on the brown paper bag, there's a, a receipt stapled to it. The delivery was for someone named Adrian, and it was coming from the Chinese restaurant in the old Mr. Kitchen around Mr. Chicken around the corner. I, I ordered five guys. I'm like, how the fuck do I have this? So like, I go onto the Uber ESAP and I. I click, like, get help, right? And so it's like, connect you to your delivery driver, or do you want more help? I'm like, look. So she just left, like, two minutes ago. Let me try seeing if it'll... Because when you click, like, connect to her, it'll it'll dial her phone number or or their phone number for you. So I'm like, I'm going to try and give her the benefit of the doubt before, like, I go hardcore, want my money back here. So (laughs) I I try calling her. And I let it ring, and then it goes to voicemail. She don't pick up. So I go in to get help and then more help or whatever, and it's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I click wrong or missing items. And then there's like a bunch of options. Like, are you missing part of something? Is whole something there, or is it the wrong order? And I click on receive somebody else's order. And then they're like, we need you to take a picture of what you received, provide proof, blah, 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 blah. So I took a picture of the giant-ass fucking receipt with the order number and the name on it that was not mine, and I uploaded that bitch right to the Uber Eats app, and then they immediately, within 10 seconds, are like, yeah, that's not you. (laughs) And they're like, we are giving you all your money back. And I was like, well, thank you very much. And then, so, like, at this point, they're refunding the entire transaction, except I have to decide... If I am going to leave the tip that I had put in the, to the app for the driver or not, because you have two hours to remove the tip with Uber Eats. Yeah. Now, I know some people might be mad with my decision, but I was kind of upset in that, like, this shouldn't have been that hard. And I tried calling you. Yeah. I tried to do the right thing. Because if she had picked up and been like, oh, my bad, I'll turn, I'll come back. I would have given her the food because I hadn't opened it. It was still sealed. Yeah. I would have gladly did the the swaps. Adrian would have never had to have known. I Because I swear, I didn't open the bag. It was stapled shut. Yeah. It was tamper-proof. The, the, the seal was on the Coke. The staples were on the Chinese food brown paper bag. She could have easily just handed me my shit, taken Adrian his shit back. 
And then she wouldn't, because obviously if she gave me Adrian shit, shit, that means she gave Adrian my food, which means or some, she fucked or somebody else, or somebody you know, else. along the path. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she fucked up at least two orders. So she has two angry people now. So I gave her the opportunity to make it right, and she ignored the call. So yeah. I looked at it like, look, I'm sorry, but I'm taking my money back. I don't usually do this, but, like, I tried to be the nice guy, and I went in the app, and I took my tip out. Who would be Who would be mad about that? I feel uh, like... Adrian? I mean, uh... Adrian was probably pretty upset. I mean, not Adrian, uh... <laughs> I forget. I forget what her name was. Adrian was the other order. Um, yeah, I think it was like Roxanne or something like that. If I'm oh, being I, 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 I just got to be real with you, man. Like if 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 I get it, it's snowy and you were and you were like, oh man, they came through and all that good shit. But they didn't. They didn't bring you the right shit. They didn't attempt to fix the problem, and they didn't answer the damn phone. You good, bro? Yeah, like I tried. Like I was trying to be nice. I over tipped. Like cause like you said, it, we sure. just had a snowstorm. Yeah, I imagine like they hadn't been able to go out because of that. So I was like, all right, cool. There's a break in the action. They're probably get, trying to make up for lost time. Let me over tip a little bit here. And then, like I said, I even tried to give them the opportunity to fix it. And I was just like, not today. I'm like, you know, sometimes people gotta learn. There's consequences for mistakes. Yeah. And I was like, I'm picking today. So what what was in the bag in the uh with the Chinese food? I need to know if this shit was an upgrade or not. So what what I ended up eating because I had, I definitely <laughs> ate the food. I was fucking hungry. What do you think I was gonna do? Throw it out? Uh, I don't think you was gonna throw it out. I'm just saying. Yeah. So it ended up being um five uh fried jumbo shrimp. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, a shrimp egg roll. Oh. Then um, short ribs with fried rice and an egg roll. God damn, Not you bad. got an upgrade. Not bad. I mean, but he wanted a burger. I don't know if that's an upgrade uh, when you want uh, when, you, yeah. when your mouth already for hash. You know what I'm saying? And you get something else. It's fine. You, you were it, but it was man. not that burger. I will say, like, I order from that Chinese place every now and again because it's literally like right around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Because when I opened the bag, I saw the name. I was like, oh, I know what this is. Yeah. You got so, somebody's date night food. Yeah, it had to have been, you know, because like I, I never order those things. I'm being yeah. honest. Like you got I, you, that, you, you five jumbo <laughs> shrimp. You got somebody's somebody was about to tear some ass up that night. They got short <laughs> ribs. Well, and and like I said, it was a two liter of coke in there too. Yeah, yeah that was somebody's date night food. Somebody oh, was man. uh, there was Netflixing and chilling and had them five shrimp. She's like, you know what you get tonight, baby. You get five of them jumbos and spare ribs. Oh shit! So, speaking of snow and tips, so of course, you know, said we had this this terrible winter storm around our way, and it, it just led to you know streets and driveways. My neighborhood, which usually is really well plowed, even was like, nah, bro, it's not really happening. But my kid kind of got my driveway kind of shoveled out, and can, and can get my car in and out the driveway. But I can't get my car in and out the driveway. My child is just, a, in that regard, a better driver than his father. And uh, I end up putting my car. So I'm going to tell y'all two stories. Y'all get a couple of stories from T this week, all regarding the same thing, snow and, and parking. So my kid got my car. I, I'm like, hey, man, do me a favor. Just get it out the driveway for me. And then I will, uh, that way I, I can make the moves I need to make. So he parks. So y'all been in my house. Y'all know the deal. It's right here. 
and he parks instead right here. So right by I was saying across the street, he parks I'm saying in the, basically right at the other, other side of the neighbor's driveway. Just puts the car right there. There's this uh, there's this neighbor across the street, not my direct neighbors who are across the street from me, but I guess they live in the back of the house, who think he run the parking in my neighborhood for some reason. <laughs> Comes knocking on my door. Well, no, he you know hits the doorbell. And I'm like, and I'm sitting on the couch, and, uh, and Lee had literally just come down the stairs. So I'm like, hey, open it, uh, open that door, see what that is. And he's like, are your are your parents home? Is is that their car? And I'm like, yeah, I'm here. What's up? Well, you know, I you know took you know a couple hours to shovel that space out, and I go to the store for an hour, and I come back, and you're parked in my space. I mean. You, you could have parked here. You have a driveway. You could have been everywhere. And I'm, and I'm like, okay. And, 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 he, and, he's, and he's going on and on and on. And my response to each each time he stops is just, okay. I'm, I'm not arguing with you. I'm not fighting with you about this shit. You are right. I probably could have parked any number of places, but I didn't park that car to begin with. My kid put it there. And I didn't care that he put it there. My, because my response is just, okay, and I'm not getting upset, but he seems to think we should be tete-a-teting. He walks mm-hmm. away, but then he turns around and comes back and says, you know what? I removed the snow and I can easily put it right back. And then I'm just like, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay Mother Nature. <laughs> it's like, buddy, this is the street. That's not your, you don't have a, you don't have a parking spot. You have a street. It's the cities. The city I pay taxes in and live in. I can park on that bitch anytime I want. Yes, I can be in my driveway right now, but my driveway is a bit of a snowy mess. So I'm not there. I know you like to believe and dream and hope that that is your parking space, but it simply isn't. And his behavior is, uh, like, I'm like, come on, man. And I, again, my, my whole response to this was like, all right, okay. uh, you got it, buddy. <laughs> but then this, this gets us to the snowing and tipping part. I notice a couple of streets down, some it's some, it's some what, what I assume are children, but I get when when we, we get to it, I was kind of wrong, shoveling out somebody's driveway, and I'm like I, I'm like man, they did a damn good job, and I and I'm like I might ask them to shovel my driveway, baby, and she's like I don't know, go see, and I finally I just like let me go stick my head out there and see, and I'm like I just look across the street, I'm like hey yo, <laughs> and, and, and they like, and I'm like hey yo, I'm just shoving my driveway. Dog. How much to shove my driveway out? And he goes, I know, I know, and and, and and no, I said, uh, would y'all shove my driveway out? Yeah, uh, yeah. How much? I go, no, no. I mean, this is your business, man. How much do you want to do it? Because I'm, I'm telling you right now, I was willing to spend some money to this day because my driveway, as like I said, it's a bit of a mess. And if y'all been in my driveway, it's like it's flat in one place because it's concrete at one place, but then it became asphalt another one, so it's weird to shovel out. And I'm old and I'm getting tired, and I've been shoveling for a very long time. And he's like, $30. Son, I'm like, bet. <laughs> All day. I'll be right back. I'm going to go get you some money right now. Vanessa says, as soon as I move my car, that dude come running out of his house and move his truck back to his space. And I just had to <laughs> laugh so hard. I'm like, you petty motherfucker. You had a space just fine. You were parked already, clearly. But you needed that space. So I go and like I said, I'm willing to get these motherfuckers upwards of I was like in my mind, I was like, I'll give you fifty dollars if you if you say that's what you want. 
but they said 30. So I'm like, cool. So I go get them 40. You know what I'm saying? I just run to the store and uh, buy something and get some money out. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't trying to find a bank around here, especially doing all the snow. But I get back and the guy's like, well, hey, man, nice to meet you. I'm Dan. This is my brother, Austin. I'm like, oh, I know Austin. Pat him on the shoulder like everything's sweet. Austin is a little redhead fucker who robbed my car. Oh, wow. And the look on his face when, 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 he, when he got introduced to me was like, oh, God, you know that I'm the motherfucker that robbed your car. Like, yes, I do, motherfucker. But it turns out your brother seems to be a real good dude, and he seems to make up for your dumb shitness. But shovel the shit out of my drive. My driveway ain't been this good shoveled in years. I, ain't, I have not been able to get my driveway this looking this good in years because they had the right tools. They had a little straight-edge spade and they jacked and they said it was almost done by the time I ran just down the street to to, to Drug Mart and back. Yeah, I mean, y'all and like I said, you know where Drug Mart is in relation to my house. You know how close it is. Yeah. By the time I got back, they was almost all the way done. In fact, I thought they was done so much I was like, hey man, I put a little extra in there for you. Gave the money, walked away, thought it was a done deal. Nah, they kept working on it. And then like my my camera go off on my front porch. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm, I'm thinking maybe you're coming to say he's done or something like that. But no. That motherfucker got up on my porch and was shoveling my porch off. I'm like, bruh, you ain't had to do that, man. You're too sweet, bruh. Thank you so much. So it's like, that's 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 some dudes who earned their little extra extra little dollars that I that I that I handed them. And uh I let I, it's weird that this dude's brother is, is such a good, nice dude who's like, oh man, I'm nice to meet you. God, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, how funny that that your your little brother is just the neighborhood thief, and we all know it. And you're a sweet dude shoveling for what I think is a very reasonable rate. <laughs> and uh, I was quite happy to pay. But, yeah, you can buy it all. And like I said, all that happened at once. That was all going on at the same time. Like I said, I got that. I had to go get that money. That's when dude took his space back. All this shit had happened within the hour. And I was just like, what Isn't a dumb fuck. How like our opinions on things change as we get older? It was like when I was if when I was a kid, if somebody told me that they paid someone forty dollars to shovel their driveway, I would have thought they were fucking insane. But now forty dollars, I don't give a fuck. I like forty dollars on fire all the time. <laughs> like, like this is this is how bad it is because I don't have a snowblower. Yeah. Like and like whatever Tom does the driveway, it's mostly just so he can get out because I I barely have to leave with working from home. Yeah. It's gotten to the point where my neighbor I think is so pissed off with me because he ends up snow blowing the sidewalk because I don't bother to do anything with the snow removal. So like and then like my neighbor next door is like a college student. Yeah. Like her her you know, my the grandparents passed away and she's been living there. She don't shovel for shit either. So, like, he just takes his snowblower and he basically does his house, my house, her house, and then, like, the house past that. Because he's retired nice. and he ain't got shit else to do anyway. But I think, yeah. like, I think he's a little resentful about it because, like, the other day when it had snowed, he skipped my house for a while and went and did everybody else's. And then yeah. I think he begrudgingly came back and did mine when he realized how my ass wasn't going out there to do it. You know what you got? Yeah, look, I'm, I'll tell you right to, to to make the peace, to keep the peace. All you gotta do is slip a little envelope on the spec. Say, hey man, it's free gas for always snowblowing my yard. You never have to worry about it again. Plus, he'll always snowblow your yard after that, and you only have to pay him that one time. And you never have to pay him again. He'll be like, or better yet, six pack. Old man love six packs. I know, but I don't want to. I can't. I'll never know how to assume with people and drinking and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So. If he wants, if you want to get a six pack with that cash, there you go. You put them on. 
Like, hey man, I know, I know, you know, you gotta, you know, keep the gas in there and the upkeep and stuff like that. Here's a couple of dollars, and uh, thank you so very much. You know, say so you, you you do it neighborly, and you keep the motherfucking moving. Yeah, I I I had sent lunch a um, a link. Um, I've been thinking about getting me an electric snowblower, mm-hmm. like what, a battery powered one, because like this um, year has been the most consistent snow we've had in years. Yeah, it really was. It it, it really winter really showed up for the first time in a, quite a while. Um. So, but I mean, first. I, I bought like a, a a really good clearance um shovel from Target a few years back. Mm-hmm. Man, that shovel was a fucking soldier. I like me and you, man. The sho- the shovel I have. So again, I told y'all before, like I've lived in this house for fourteen years, and before I was I worked at Target. I, I mean, I'm saying before before my daughter was uh was here, I worked at Target. You know, trying to make a couple little extra dollars. And one of the things I bought was a clearance shovel because I knew I was going to be moving into this house and I didn't know what the snow removal situation was going to be when I got here. And that shovel is still here to this day. That shovel is indeed itself older than my child because it was I I think I bought it before that child. Well, no, it might be the same. I guess it might be a little younger than than my my child, but I still got that shovel. It's still put in that work. And uh, and I, I fuck with it. And I love that I still have it after all these years. Yeah, I I think um like one of the shovels definitely was um I bought when we got here, but the other like two is definitely from the old house. Yeah. So, man, like um, the, the, but the the newest one I bought it's like like twenty one inches, like it's like a wide um like a wide I guess pan of the shovel, mm-hmm. and it got like a you know a thin strip of um steel on it. Mm-hmm. And um, like a, a steel um, um, plastic covered um, handle, bro. I Man. bet you if I went and got my shovel, you'd be like, "Yep, that's it." You were telling you, black? yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go get the shovel. I'm gonna go get the shovel right now. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about upgrading to um, to especially you inspired me because you got the electric lawnmower. So I'm thinking a battery power um, snowboard might not be the worst thing to have. Yeah, I was literally looking at that one that you sent me last year. Um, I ended up not buying it then, obviously, but I'm probably going to buy one this year. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but my I, I have the the um, I have the green version of that, the newer version. Yeah, I'm probably going to end up buying a snowblower this year, but I, I want to wait until after spring when I can clean the garage out. Because yeah. if I bought one right now, I'd have nowhere to fucking put it. The garage needs cleaned out in the worst way. So that's definitely a spring project that I have, you know, put down as something that I, I'm going to get done. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, if I bought a snowblower right now, it'd just be like in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, I'm not about to have, you know, something sitting out or whatever. that could, Someone could just roll away and I'm, it's gone. Yeah. So with the uh, with the temperatures being kind of all over the place this week and, and the amount of snow we had, have you had any more leaks in your house? Surprisingly, no. I thought I would, but nothing has come out since that first what? day. This, this is no rhyme or reason to this fucking leak. Is <laughs> is just none. Yeah, I honestly thought that after that massive snowstorm, when it all started to melt, that there would be something. But yeah. and I've been checking every day, man. It's literally been dry as a bone. Nothing has come out since that first time. How interesting. 
Because it, it don't do it when it rains. Yeah. It only does it during winter time. Yeah, I don't understand it. And then, like, it's it's the worst time because nobody can get up on the roof and check during the winter. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, everybody has told you stories. You've gotten some news. We just, I'm saying, this is a real easy going episode. So, you know how we get style. So we'll be right back after these messages. edition of On the Road with the Real ODP, brought to you by Stays Crunchy and Milk. I'm joined once again by my beautiful wife. Hi! And we are in sunny Florida. We are. We're driving. We're driving right now. We're literally on the road as we record on the road. So, uh... How take... honey of you, honey? I know. <laughs> I try. By the way, have I told you how much people enjoy your presence in these recordings? Um, you have not, but... They do enjoy it. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. So, we have um, with us today, which we oh. have our all, everyone in the car. There's So just be forewarned that we are driving. And there's also a bunch of kids who we have bribed greatly to stay quiet. Yes. However, we are making no guarantees that this will be a decent recording. No, no, we... Uh, We'll give you good quality content, but I don't know about the good quality sound. Wow, you're really like selling us up. Well, I mean, it'll be at best mediocre content. <laughs> no, I think it's great content. I, I, as the great Kanye West once said, if I don't say I'm the best, who will? Okay, fair enough. I mean, obviously we are Kanye. Yes. Um, speaking of Kanye, did you see that stupid thing he wore at the Super Bowl? Oh, the mask? Yeah. yeah. He paid all that money for tickets and he can barely see the game through that mask? Well, maybe he could, like, maybe it was one of those, like, see-through things, uh, but I don't know. I uh, The memes from the Super Bowl were killing me. Oh, uh, yeah. I wish I saw the halftime show. This is a lot of artists I uh, enjoy. You can still watch it on, like, YouTube. I bet I could. Yeah. I have to check that out. See what I know technology like. makes you very nervous, and I, Uber Eats is something that you cannot handle, but... I can't handle Uber Eats, <laughs> but I can handle microwaving, uh... Vegan corn dogs. Good job. All right, so we're gonna do a super quick show. Obviously, we're um, in a quarter in, mile. Continue straight onto US 19 see, North US 98 told North. You. We're not in the best recording conditions. However, we have something very, very, very interesting to talk about, which was our stay in the Everglades. Yes. So I had a, you know, I had a good time in uh, in our last day, except for some. Uh, well, I mean. In spite of, how about that? We'll say yeah. in spite of some of uh, the things that went uh, difficultly. Yes, for sure. I would venture to say that it was maybe our best day. Um, we had so much fun. Southern Florida is the bee's knees. Yes, I we like loved it. it. We loved it. First place we thought maybe this is a place we could settle down, which was very much to both of our surprises. Oh my gosh, look, a manatee statue. Sorry, I, sorry guys. I, 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 that's a big manatee statue. It's really big. Um, I have to say that uh, before we came to Florida, I definitely did not put it on my list of places to settle down with. I don't, I mean, I'm not going to get into politics on a fun travel show, but, you know, I have my issues with Florida, but, you know, I, I loved it. I love the culture. I love the people. 
Uh, Southern Florida is so different. It's like a different country. It really is. Um, and then when you get down to the Keys and it's all islandy, it's just... Anyway, we were in the Everglades. We stayed in the Everglades. We booked five days there, and then we had a little bit of a travel... Snafu? Snafu, kerfuffle. Yeah. Um, and we had to find a place to stay real quick, and the Everglades had another place. So we ended up staying, what, 13 or 14 days there? Yeah, 13 days. 13 days at the Everglades, which was one of our longer stays in Florida. And when we got there, what happened, babe? Uh, we discovered that there's no electric, no water Ooh, at the site. Yeah, no electric, no water. We have a family of six with two dogs and a cat mm -hmm. and a guinea pig. And All those things consume water. And all those things, and the sol we have a solar panel on our RV, so it did provide enough electricity for like the fridge to keep going, um, but not air conditioning or, you know, the water pump to get the water out of the, the spigot. Yes. Yes. So it was, so we made the best of it and we just decided we'll spend most of our time adventuring and not in the RV. Which we did. And it was fine. For the most part, right, hon? Yeah, for the most part, it was fine. Uh, I felt a little dirtier than I enjoy being. I'm a very clean person, as like, people like to joke about me on the podcast, washing my hands too much. Watch. Sorry, he almost killed us. I know it did not almost kill us all. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, the uh, shower house. There was one shower house with hot water there, yeah. and it was like a half a mile trek. So we just kind of did our best. It was very much a camping excursion. It was a terrible shower too. It was like a stream of water that came out instead of a spray of water that came out like you like when you shower. <laughs> um, but we want to talk about the, just like the quick little tidbit of this episode was the adventures of with Olive. Olive our cat. We have a cat. If yes. you don't already know, her name is Olive. She is a sneaky little son of a gun. When we lived in a house, she owned the neighborhood. She was an indoor-outdoor cat, and she'd go up and down the, the block and beat up all the other cats. And She just... She's a cat. Yes. She's she, very cat-like. She likes to wander. Yes, and so... She came back for food and water. That's it. Pets. Literally that. Um, and then when we got the RV, we were like, oh, man, how are we going to keep her in how are we going to keep from losing this cat and so far and, and up until the everglades it was going fine she'd always come back she, it's like she knew when moving day was she's like i gotta stick around it's moving day uh, i don't want to be left behind yeah she was so that and that was kind of like our little anecdote with all of our neighbors it's like i hope you don't mind her cat running away because she'll run away and come back don't worry about her but then we got to the everglades and the everglades is like the most one of the most treacherous places in the world to try and survive. Yes. And alligators, there's crocodiles, there's Burmese pythons that don't belong. And like birds of prey. There's like what, 90 knows how many different types of birds of prey? Leave that out. Oh, her name, sorry. Gosh darn it. Um this uh, kid uh, knows how many different types of birds of prey. You can talk. Not even five how many. There's, A lot. Yes, so many. After we hyped you up, you didn't even know. I huh? can name a couple. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So it's treacherous. Um, 
so we were very 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 diligent upon like keeping her in we put like a little tag on her that and a bell so she can't escape we had what do we have um uh, a leash a leash a lead a, a lead for her so if she did she escape she's she the rv yeah we tried really hard to keep her keep tabs on her because we knew this is going to be like if if she's going to die by escaping this is the place and what does she do she go and has an escape on a day that we left really early in the morning and then come back to really late at night yeah we took a day trip down to the florida keys and miss olive somehow or other got out as we were leaving before sunrise um and I guess our neighbors saw her around 3 in the afternoon. It was raining, and she was sitting at the door yelling at the door. But we weren't there to let, let me in. in. It's raining out here. What's wrong with you? But, but we weren't there to do that. We weren't there, and then we hadn't seen her since. And then you can finish the story. It's very sad. Oh, so she didn't come back that night or the night afterwards. And after that, it, I mean, I searched the whole neighborhood for her. Uh, my wife can tell you. I biked around the neighborhood calling her name, making a little sound that she answers to. Yeah, oh, she does we, answer we, to that sound. And the kids were heartbroken, so we were oh, talking so to the sad. rangers and the park, the um, camp hosts, and this one ranger came over. I was like, hi, um, it's been, you know, almost 36 hours since my cat disappeared. What are the chances that she's still, like, with us? And he was like, 100% she's dead. Oh. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, he didn't sugarcoat that. No sugarcoating. And then he told me a story about how one time there was this rat problem on one of the mangrove islands in the Keys. And the Everglades, part of the Everglades National Park is Florida Bay, which is the body of water um, between the Gulf of Mexico and the Atlantic Ocean. And the Keys that we know, like all the way down to Key West, kind of are the outskirts of all these other little keys inside of the Everglades National Park. So on one of the Everglades keys, there was some kind of rat problem. I don't know how on earth that happened, but it did. And they went down to Key West and they took 400 feral cats and brought them up to this little mangrove island. To hunt the rats. To get rid of the rats. And he said that um, like within three days, there was not a single cat left. Yep, all. All, all 400 cats gone. And so he was like, yeah, 100% there. your cat is dead. Um, so, so we were like planning a little like funeral service yeah, like and how, how we're going to say, say goodbye. goodbye and, we're do her stuff. She's so sad. I'm going to miss her. She's such a good cat. I'm sorry I didn't get to say a proper goodbye. Yeah, and, and we were just heartbroken, you know, and the kids were sad. It's hard to lose a pet when you have kids. We just lost uh, the, the peanut the pig. Yeah, peanut the guinea pig. And then, rest in peace, Peanut. Rest in paradise. <laughs> and and then, uh, so, what was it, the third night? Was it the third night? Yeah. yeah it was after we, like, We were, like, go. going on almost 48 hours of seeing our cat. And I hear meowing. I'm like, no, no way. This is, like, It's what? 11. It's a, it's oh, like, I thought it was, like, 3 in the morning. Oh, no, it was, like, it felt like, well, because we're old people, it felt like a 3 in the morning. Okay. It's, uh... It, it was like 12 in the morning. I was barely awake and I hear You were I hear sound asleep on the couch, barely awake. You weren't awake at all. Well, he falls asleep on the couch every night. You banish you me to the couch. You, I didn't banish you at all. You just sit down and say, I'm going to look on Twitter for a little bit. And then you're passed out for five hours. 
You know this. He's you can't say on the show. These people know this. This okay. is not news. All right, fine. And uh, I, I I get up. I open a door, and in wanders Olive. Olive, the indestructible cat. Alive and well. A little wet. A little wet. Not a single scratch on this cat. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> she's never gonna die. She's she can't be she can't be stopped. She can't be. The Everglades can't take her down. Nothing can. Yeah. So I am not worried about that cat anymore. We're so elated to see her. I was so happy. I woke up. Uh, uh, my wife and my oldest daughter. The. Um, just to see her, uh, my oldest daughter couldn't believe what she was seeing. She's oh, like, what are, you, so what are you showing me? What are you waking me up for? I'm like, don't you see this thing in front of you? It's a cat. It's Olive the cat. Well, you're here. What did you think when you, were you awake even when he um, was I couldn't even see her until you said Olive. It's like, like she magically and then I, appeared. Like, she wasn't there. I could just see a bull. Because so, you had just, in your mind, categorized her as gone. Yeah, so she she survived. It's amazing. She she avoided Burmese pythons and hawks, crocodiles and alligators because it's the only place in the world where you can see both of them together. Yeah. Uh, kites, caracaras, kestrels, like. Ron DeSantis is known to run around the fireplace <laughs> and eat animals, and he she avoided him. I know I said I want to get political, but I couldn't avoid the joke. Ron DeSantis eats house cats. Yes, he does. <laughs> Especially the black ones. Okay. Okay, sorry. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> so, I can't recover. <laughs> All right. All right. So, she made it. I couldn't believe it. Ah. Uh, this, I said this is going to be a short recording. There's so much that happened since we last checked in with you. There's like a lot of fun things. I would say I'd recommend going to Calle Ocho. I'd recommend going to the Keys uh, if you can. It was a blast. I, I liked it. Flamingo Gardens. Flamingo Gardens. Oh There's so much to do in South Florida. Maybe we'll do like our next On the Road About South Florida suit like today. Well, we had to tell these personal stories. We really did. They were just like so much yeah they're so good um it was so good but the the icing on the cake was that we have an indestructible cat we do i can't be stopped it's insane i like i couldn't survive two days three days out in the everglades on my own how on earth she's tiny she's tiny she's like a kitten uh, maybe it's good that we didn't declaw her well it's good because it's cruel to do that but don't declaw yeah. your cats, people. If you if you ever just, if you're ever on the fence about that, don't do it. It's like cutting off the tips of your fingers. I know it's so sad, but she didn't have a scratch on her. Not even like a nick. Not even her tail. She every hair on that cat's head was perfect. Yes. All right. So is that we're gonna wrap up here? Yeah, we gotta wrap it up, people. We are uh, on our way to a place. We're going to a place that we have told the kids is errands. Uh, um. We'll, we'll see in a second. Yeah, and we're, we're almost there. Away. We are two minutes away. Um, and we will have another show about that, too, I'm sure, because these errands are going to be... Yeah, maybe I should just start purposely missing the uh, podcast so I can record more of these. Yeah, the well, not yeah, you should do that, but maybe you could also be on the podcast and record them. Uh, maybe. So they're not so long. We I don't want so to take over the show. Who am I, after all? 
I don't know, but if it's so enjoyable, maybe we should have a spin-off show of our own. Oh. Uh-oh. No, no, Someone's no. getting ambitious. No. <laughs> I don't have time for this. She's like my uh, Lucy Ricardo. I am like, if you sit me down in front of a recorder, I will talk. But that's as far as it goes. Right. I don't want to make it something I have to work on. <laughs> All right, well. Oh, Chicken and Tumblings is over. Uh, well, people. The kids are talking now. Sorry, guys. I just want to say uh, we will check in on you again, and I hope you enjoy this latest edition of On the Road with the Real ODP, brought to you by Stays Crunchy and Milk. Bye. Bye. Guys, say goodbye to the people on the podcast. Back to Skip. We're going to bob, bob, bob We're going to step on to it. Step in the name of love, if you will, over to Reddit, where we get you some am I the assholes. Again, the secret is one of those has already been done, but I got you another one right now. Maybe another two, depending on what the fellas say. Uh, here is this week's selection of product. Am I the asshole for asking my boyfriend to put in the extra work to make me feel safe? Hmm. That one has something to do with weed. I don't know what it has to do with weed, but I know it has something to do with weed. So we'll let you that. That'll give you that little sprinkle. Am I the asshole for dropping out of my friend's wedding and refusing to attend unless she changes the venue? I'll tell you right now, it's a plantation wedding. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see where that yep. goes. I was initially thinking like Indian burial ground or something like that. Yeah, in that regard. Am I the asshole for embarrassing my boyfriend when we split the bill at a fancy restaurant? This one is fun to me because this this person is uh, 10 years younger than their boyfriend. And I think they boyfriend on some uh, interesting. I would just say that's an interesting uh, beginning story. Am I the asshole for taking away my wife's car keys because she took away my TV? <laughs> I, always, I always love a petty one so that's yeah, what that's I was, a I different gonna... level of petty i'm willing to listen to am i the asshole for intentionally letting the home fall into disarray and refusing to cook for my wife until she helps out more with our son i want you to know already you're an asshole i know you like to think you're not that you're making a point or some kind of stand but uh you're an asshole i'm an asshole for not informing my mom of my plans to not go home for summer break. This one has all kinds of things about a dead stepmom and so forth. Interesting, interesting things going on in that one. And this one is, am I the asshole for giving my boyfriend conditions on me moving in with him? Now, I don't know if this helps anybody out here. It's just it spices up. But the one about the feeling safe and the one about conditions for moving in, Reddit thinks they're both assholes. But there's the selection, gents. Any of those uh, speak to you? Um, you can go first, Lance. What do you think? I guess the conditions one. All right. Because I have some initial thoughts, and I want to know if I'm right or not. All right. We'll do the conditions one, and we'll definitely do the, the car keys TV ones. Yeah, I, I, I was just about to say, that was my pick. Who don't love some petty? I'm the asshole for giving my boyfriend conditions on me moving in with him. 
my 24 female boyfriend, 26 male, and I have been together for three years. I currently live with a couple of roommates, but our lease is up in six weeks and they both decided they want to get different places. My boyfriend lives by himself in a duplex and we've talked about us about me moving in with him before, but nothing too seriously. Now that I'm going to have to look for a new place anyway, we've talked about it, it in more depth. We've talked about how we could we would split costs, which furniture which furniture we would keep, stuff like that. One big hand one big hang up though is that my boyfriend has a dog. I have some dog related trauma from my childhood and they and they can be a mess and they can be a massive trigger for me. When I first started dating him, I would ask him to put his dog in the bedroom when I visited, which wasn't often. I would pretty much make him come to my place 90% of the time. Eventually, with my permission, he started introducing his dog to me in small amounts. I'm now comfortable enough around the dog, and the dog can be free in the house while I'm there. But my boyfriend has to be there, too. I can't be around the dog by myself. My boyfriend also has friends that have dogs, and they bring them over to my boyfriend's house to let the dogs play in the fenced-in backyard they have access to. Just the thought of unfamiliar dogs in and around my living space gets me on edge. I need to be able to feel safe and comfortable in my own home. I've had to leave my boyfriend's house before when his friends had their dogs in the backyard because they are loud and big and I just can't handle it. So I told my boyfriend that if I'm going to move in with him that we need to get a crate for his dog so that I can have a place I can put the dog in when I'm home alone. I also told him that his friends would no longer be able to bring their dogs over. My boyfriend did not take this well. He has always been very supportive and understanding of my needs regarding his dog, but he told me that I was going too far. He said he's not going to punish his dog by putting him in a crate every time he leaves and that this is as much his dog's home as it would be mine. He also said that my rule about his friends was controlling and he wouldn't agree to it. We forgot, we fought about it because he's never been this dismissive about my needs before and I don't understand why he was being like that. Eventually, he told me that maybe it's not a good idea if I move in anymore. I was shocked and told him that he was being an asshole for putting dogs over my right to feel comfortable and safe in my own home. I told him that if he was putting he that he was putting me in an impossible position because I've never even looked at I haven't even looked at alternative housing options. I can't afford to live by myself, so I'd have to scramble to find roommates and possibly would have to live with people I don't know. He told me that he's sorry. But he's really he's already worked so hard to get me comfortable around his dog and won't take the step and won't take steps backwards. I've done a few quick searches for housing and I'm pretty much screwed if I don't move in with him. That's where they ended it. They didn't even ask about the asshole. They bucked tradition right there by not asking. So am I the asshole? Um, Maybe because they already knew. (laughs) (laughs) I. I, I understand I mean, that they're in a difficult position, but yeah. um, you, that dude ain't wrong. Like, that dog, you know, you can't crate up the dog every time the man decides to leave the house. When people have animals like that, they're like, you know, children to them. They make yes. a commitment to them. That dude's not going to either get rid of his dog or crate it up like a punishment or all these things. Because you don't feel comfortable, like maybe instead of punishing the animal, you should work on feeling more comfortable and getting over your own phobias. Yeah, I don't know what your trauma is and so forth and so on, but maybe it's time 
it is probably past time to try to work on those the, that 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 particular trauma and see if you can get past it. I'm saying you will get past it. I'm saying maybe consider trying to get past it. Uh, it's settled law on this show, man. Nobody's getting rid of pets for nobody. If especially if the pet was there before the person, you know the deal. That that that's who they they win. You know what I'm saying? If you got a cat or you know if you got an animal after the fact and some things didn't work out, maybe I'd be more open to the uh, of of you know not not keeping the said animal. But that dog been there. That dog gonna be here. And and you know who knows? That dog may not live for long. Yeah, whatever, whatever. So, but. Uh, our boyfriend's right. I'm not saying I'm not necessarily that that it is controlling to say his friends can't come up with dogs, but it is sh- shitty. You know, it's, it's controlling because like he's already given in on multiple things. Mm. And then I think dude is absolutely right. Like he's starting to see a pattern. He cutting the fucking pattern. True. She don't need to live like we don't need to live together. Like I gave in. Yeah. I, I I bend it I I bend it without breaking, and then you telling me to do something like if you're asking me to do something, I understand, but you starting you telling me I have to tell my friends certain things. Yeah, they don't gotta they don't have to listen to you. You're not their girlfriend. I'm gonna be yeah. honest too. I'm surprised that this relationship is three years old. Like I would have felt like if he like I don't know. Granted, I don't know if it said how long he's had this dog, but. If he's had this dog since before they even met, a lot of times with people who like don't uh, like animals or have fears like this, an animal like that in a relationship is a deal breaker. So how the mm-hmm. fuck did you all make it to this point? Well, like so she said, she, she 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 would she would have him come to her house most of the time and so forth and so on, and then slowly kind of has been kicking with the dog with his dog, but you know, you scared of dogs. You probably shouldn't be with a body. Most definitely probably shouldn't be with somebody who has a dog. I that's mean, that's kind of a given, it's right? Like, it's like being allergic to cats and then like marrying someone who has like four of them. Like you're setting yourself up for failure. Cool. Let's run it down. We got, oof, man, it's a, bro. It is a banger of a uh, glow-in-the-dark comment on this bitch that is almost longer than this lady's uh, animal the asshole. So I'm going to, let's, let's start that one right now. This is uh, from a uh, Reddit user theory addict. Also, oh, wait a minute. Okay. So basically they respond to somebody else. So let's, let's run through some uh, comments and we'll catch it all up. First comment says, you're the asshole. That's not a, that's not a good compromise at all. Your issues are yours alone to deal with and your phobia can be worked through and healed with time and effort. He's already been extremely accommodating, but depriving the dog of its space and friends for the rest of its life. It's just cruel. Next up, why does my BF love me enough to be cruel, not love me enough to be cruel to his dog? This is such a small thing I'm asking. I honestly would avoid you like the plague, OP. Not because you have a trauma, but because you have zero empathy. Having people with zero empathy around in one's life is begging for trouble. Do boyfriend and dog, uh, do boyfriend and dog a favor and find another boyfriend without animals. Also, preferably a guy who puts his own needs first over everyone else, just like you do. Wow. Next comment is seriously, prove your point. Prove you love me by being means your dog. It's all about me making demands when she has no money to live on her own. Oh my God, he should run fast. All kinds of red flags. And this is where the glow in the dark comment comes from. Also, OP knew he had a dog to begin with, as well as friends with dogs. Did she see this as a long term marriage potential relationship? If so, I'm not sure what OP expected. 
he was being accommodating, even trying to help her with her phobia by slowly introducing her to, to his doggo over time. However, OP never said what she's been doing to work on her phobia. It's been all about her accommod him accommodating her. If he stops his friends and their doggos coming over because of OP's request, that's not just isolating to his doggo along with the crate idea, but also to her boyfriend. That's probably one of the few times they hang out or they do dog-related hangouts if they all have dogs. Dinner, special occasions over friends. He can't go because OP can't go because she's too scared of dogs. Also, what if they have kids in the future? Childhood-related traumas to dogs may, may make OP more protective of, of the baby child from the dog. This is long because I have actually been in somewhat of a similar situation of needing to learn how to cope with childhood trauma recently. And here is my two cents. OP, if you read this, first, you need therapy or to look at how to cope with phobias or phobia triggers related to PTSD slash trauma. One of the best uh, ways of working on phobias is exposure therapy, which your boyfriend has been doing. And that's what has been helping you from, from what you said. You may also need actual therapy with a therapist to work on your on the other aspects slash emotions of the trauma. But that's something you need to do on your own of your own initiative, because seeking help for your mental health is not on is on you, not on others. I recommend not moving in with him right now. You feel like this. You will be on, on edge living there. It's not fun. I get that. And it can potentially make things worse if if you don't have the coping skills to cope and are exposed to a trigger 24-7 What's supposed to be in what's supposed to be a safe space. That wouldn't be fair to you, and it would hurt your relationship with your uh, boyfriend and the dog will definitely know you're on edge too. However, if you do move in with him, you cannot set those demands nor call him inconsiderate with all the things he's done to accommodate you or use your trauma as a justifiable reason to make these rules for him and, his, and the dog in their own home which while it will be yours, it was theirs first. You should talk, ask for heads up if friends come over so you can go out with your friends, go for a walk, do something outside of the house, etc. Ask to go for walks with your boyfriend and the dog or do short stints of bonding with him. The dog with your best friend present, boyfriend present. I don't recommend playing because dogs can show teeth, growl when tug of, tug of war or take toys from them. And that can be scary for someone with trauma stemming from dogs. I recommend doing pets, grooming, brushing, fur time because it can be therapeutic and calming for both you and the dog to relax. And this really keeps going. And this person, I'm, I props to this person for having whatever, but I'm getting this person's advice is longer than the am of the asshole. Christ. <laughs> and then somebody responds to that and says, fucking hell, mate. An actual useful, non judgmental, caring comment in the sub that doesn't spit poison at OP while still considering that somehow, that considering them somehow the asshole. What a time to be alive. Take my upvote, upvote my free award, and out and my utmost respect. And I really hope you are doing well in your life now. You deserve it. Sending you a virtual, socially distanced hug, my friend. Man, Reddit really knows how to be good sometimes. God damn it. Uh, yeah, that lady's an asshole, and uh, I hope uh, I don't hope. I would suggest uh, either she get therapy or they break up. <laughs> Those are the options. We should stop calling this "am I the asshole?" It's like it was. It should be stay together or break up. I mean, that's it's it's it's, it's what it is. All right, the other one is "am I the asshole for taking away my wife's car keys because she took away my TV." Throwaway. So this person's account is a throwaway. 
I have always split my income 50-50 with my wife. She's religious, in parentheticals, Baptist, but I am not. This has never been a problem for us until the summer when I got a large raise at my job and I started buying things that she claimed were greedy and consumerist. I just told her I'm using my share of the income and I can buy what I want. <sighs> I thought that it was over, but last weekend, I thought that it was over, but last weekend, I finally got a PS5 and bought a 65-inch 8K QLED TV. In total, it was about five grand. I was really excited to watch the Super Bowl with my friends on it. I'm hosting a little party this year, but my wife was furious. She thought it was a terrible decision, and she didn't care I used my own money. When I came home from work on Monday, today's Thursday, my wife said she took, my, uh, took away my TV. Sure enough, it was gone. I looked everywhere for it, but we have a modest three-bedroom home, so who knows where it is now. I have been arguing with her for four days, and she's not budging. So this morning, I finally snapped. I took away her car keys and... Holy shit. And also removed her tires. I turned her out to the grocery shopping, and our kids will be fine since they ride the bus. But I am not giving her that car back until she gives me my TV. She is obviously furious, but the Super Bowl is in three days, and I'll be damned if I'm letting her control what makes me happy. So am I the asshole? Now, there's an edit here, but I'd like to say this right quick. Yes, you're an asshole. You're crazy. What you've just done is crazy. I worry that you might kill this woman. Oh. And uh, you can be mad about this TV, but you ain't got to be insane like this. Now, let's read the edit. Let's I disagree. That's okay. Yeah, I disagree you can too. disagree. That shit is bad shit. Edit. Someone commented, what if there's an emergency and she doesn't have a car? You're right. I'll put the tires back on so if something happens, I can tell her where the keys are. It also, It's also not a good look on our family to have the car up on blocks by our garage. But unless it's an emergency, she ain't getting the car back without returning my TV. At least he had the good sense to fucking put the tires back on the car. That is where crazy came in. Car keys, hilarious. Taking the tires off the whip, putting it up on blocks, a problem. Sometimes I'm saying this shit goes too fucking far. Well, well, everybody has an extra set of keys to their car. So that meant nothing. Where's the fucking TV? Just oh. because it was something that, first of all, it didn't belong to her. He didn't use her share of the money. What the fuck? That TV probably cost more than that fucking car. <laughs> I know, like, when he's saying, like, modest three-bedroom or whatever, she either gave that bitch away or she sold that bitch. Yeah. And, like, uh, I don't, I don't see this woman being able to, like, move this TV by herself all all that easily. Because I have a 65-inch in my, in my living room right now, and it would be a little bit of a struggle for me to move that thing myself. Not because it's heavy, but because it's just wide. Uh, basically, uh... Sometimes, um, you mean if you kill if you you kill my dog, I'm gonna kill your cat. You gotta you gotta go a step further. And yes, it was uh, it it was a little little crazy. But damn, man, like oh, taking his TV is crazy too. And that's why I agree with most of the Reddit here who says everyone sucks here because y'all both crazy, y'all. Y'all don't need to be together. Y'all need to break up. That's two in a row. 
<laughs> so you know what I'm saying? It's just too straight. When motherfuckers like, Mm-mm. this is bad for your 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 mental well being and health. The whole uh, the whole two different two like uh, like she's religious and I'm not. That already what what is the what does the Bible say about that? Not being equally yoked. Yoked. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying I have no faith. I am not a man of a faithful journey or something like that. But even I know that shit ain't working already on one level. And now it's multiple levels to this. It's layers to this shit right now. This is a bad relationship. And uh, it's gotten worse. Yeah, then it's only gotten worse. <laughs> let's uh, let's read at least one comment that says. It says pretty, but I'm sort of, I assume they meant petty and uh, probably autocrat got them here. Petty squabbles are fine. But OP's wife straight up stole an entire TV. Did she hide it? Sell it? Give it away? Who fucking knows? Certainly not OP, the owner of the TV. Not that it's about the TV at this point, really. It's about the disrespect and the control issues. As for what OP did, it is proportional retaliation. That's what Ed said. But it's not the adult way to respond. That's what T said. Responding this way only invites escalation. That's not for the other persons to actually examine their. Uh, that's not for the other person to actually examine their own actions. What he should have done is pack his shit and say he'll come back when the TV is back. Otherwise, he'll just make sure he gets the TV and the divorce. Then she can decide what's worth more to her: being overly controlling and alone, or letting a or letting go a little and having a loving family. That's how adults handle business. What he should have did was, yes, leave with the fucking tires and the keys. Then find like when my fucking TV come back, then you you can leave <laughs> this raggedy ass three bedroom modest house. Um, because now that I'm making more money, I'm leaving you and I'm gonna get a four bedroom house with your and sister. You with your, ah. Man, we're gonna leave all them Baptists behind. I'm gonna find me a, a atheist witch. And that's going to be my baby. <laughs> okay, just one more comment because this one looks funny. Everyone sucks here. File for divorce already. You clearly have no respect for one another. Both of your actions are not the actions of a healthy, stable, mature relationship. Perhaps with some counseling or just different partners, you're, you'll be better. But this is a shit show. You might both be great people, but it's not showing. And if you keep this up, you will not be. De- it will not even be decent before much longer. Fully agree. Whew. Well, yeah, but I, I honestly think um, I don't. I think everybody sucks here, but I don't feel like he's an asshole. Like stealing my shit and just like, like the gall, the brass boobs on her. Um, yeah, if I came home, my TV was missing on some I took your shit, it will be a fucking problem. Oh, it yeah. makes me think of like those like uh, TikToks where it's like the dude's playing in the living room and the girlfriend walks down the hall with the golf club and it's like, I'm trying to sleep and then whacks the golf club into the TV. Yeah. It's like that. It's been a murder. Yeah, then, then, then the, the Chris Benoit music starts playing. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that, those are the versions. Ain't no way, boy. Ain't no way, boy. <laughs> that's that's what this shit makes me think of. It's like two people that like can't discuss things like adults, and so one becomes super fucking petty, 
And then the other one has to, like, take the pettiness up to the next level. Which, like, that's why we were like, he could murder her. I'm like, I don't know about all that. Cause, yeah. like... and, and to be honest, like, there... Even if you don't know how to handle, handle it like an adult, do like most adults do and swallow that shit. Swallow your fucking pride. And don't, like, you cannot like something and you don't have to say anything. Use the golden rule. <laughs> if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Like I bet I bet you though that if he like decided to tag along to Sunday Mass with her, you go find a new sixty five inch TV of over there at the old uh churchly offices. All I know is my oldest son likes to eat cherry tomatoes and grape tomatoes and whatever uh uh legacy tomato like any kind of tomato. I don't like tomatoes, but guess what Preach. I guess what I do with my own money out of my own pocket? I buy him those tomatoes, and I don't say shit about it. Like just because I don't like something doesn't mean I can't I can't let other people enjoy it. That is bullshit. Fuck them tires. See, and that's, that's that's my approach to everything. Whether it be tomatoes or TVs or politics, like I try yeah. to, I try to just let shit go that don't involve me. All right. Well, we we shall put some respect on it. And uh, again, I was uh, I was unhappy with that situation, but I am the asshole for trying to get my forty male employee, twenty four female, to do her job. Hi all. I'm 40, a senior designer of a very small company. (laughs) I've been overwhelmed with work, and about six months ago, we hired someone to be my junior. I'm not technically her boss, but as her senior, I basically act as a substitute for one. I was a little suspicious of this girl because Mm. she seemed to have different experience than someone who would have wanted to apply for the role she made for this role. She majored in UI, UX. But we have had a lot in we had a lot in common and she seemed friendly. I used to work as a team lead for a game design studio and managed a bunch of younger employees who kind of saw me as a team dad, and she reminded me of the kids who used to work for me there. My last role was more competitive, but my wife is pregnant and I want to take an easier job to help her out with pregnancy slash baby. I wanted to ease her into things, but apparently she's had some training scheduled for UI UX person during her downtime. We don't have downtime here. I saw she had a meeting on her calendar with him for after hours work. So I told her she didn't have my permission to do that. She said she had finished all the design work, but that's only because I was shielding her from the harder work. I'm the one having to having to do the difficult projects and she's not even having, she's not even a little thankful that I'm saving her from having to work weekends. I didn't tell her to do these tasks, but as an adult, it's her job to take initiative and volunteer. I've tried to look out for her best interests and to be a friendly boss, but I also have to remind her that I'm in charge. During a meeting when I was having a really horrific day, mostly because I was picking up work she should be doing, plus stress from my wife's pregnancy, I snapped and called her a bitch. Mm -hmm. Note that I never called a woman this in my entire life. It wasn't a gender, gender. It wasn't a gendered insult. That word just came out instead of something like asshole. She looked upset and ended the call without even saying bye. 
I know it was unprofessional of me. She's gonna say bye for. <laughs> but I but I've been called much worse than that in previous jobs, and I assumed she'd get over it. I was friendly with her via IM the rest of the day, but she didn't reply. I got an email from HR saying that she had requested us, me, her, and HR meet about this incident. I'm not sure what to do. My wife is saying that calling her a bitch was crossing a line, even if she's lazy and doesn't do her job. And I can see that it wasn't the right move. But going to HR seems way out of line. I know that I shouldn't have insulted her, but I feel like overall, she's consistently been the problem here. Am I the asshole? Now, I want you to know and understand I did not read this beforehand. I saw that title. I was like, that seems like a hot soup. And I am enraged having just read that. Who is this moron? And why does he think he has say over anybody's life like this? Fuck that dude. Yes, you're the asshole. Horrific last ass. asshole. Probably the maybe the highest asshole I think we've had in this series of video <laughs> shows, recordings, videos that I've ever in my life done on this thing. I am I am hot right now. The fuck? <laughs> there are so many things wrong with what this guy just said. Uh First off, you should want your employees to want to do more work. Uh, empower your employees. You'll get more out of them that way. Um, you know, they shouldn't have to ask, you know, for more shit. You as the boss should want to feed it to them. And then don't call them a bitch. Like, I, I've, <laughs> I've, learned that lesson. I've learned that lesson myself the hard way. Oh. I, I want to reiterate to you, this man is not her boss. He is simply a level above her in the corporate structure, not her boss. She has a boss. He ain't it. <laughs> Be a better mentor then, I guess. Like Correct. And he is not. And he also, I see her over here doing shit in her major. Well, yes, she majored in UI UX design, has the ability because she did all her design work to go and work with the UX UI guy after hours, mind you. So not while not taking away from her job, not taking away from her work. Fuck you. <laughs> I was stupid. That dude's he's definitely lucky. Kevin. He's yeah, he's lucky that she didn't snap on him in the, the, the Zoom call. Like she's handling this way more professionally than a dude that's almost twice her age is. Correct. Somebody's responsible here. And it just ain't you. When he gets fired here in a little bit, or at least, you know what I'm saying, has a talking to, I hope I hope he remembers that he did this with a pregnant wife at home. I, I hope he just remembers that he did that. Let's read a comment. This is Do we uh, have a highlighted one? Oh, you know we do. <laughs> okay. I'm almost 42, and I have a senior role. I'll explain really slowly. You're the asshole. Here's why she isn't telepathic. She doesn't know you're shielding shit. Give her tasks you want her to do. You you give her tasks you want her to do. You want her to do the work. Give her the damn work. What's up with that? Also, what she does after working hours is none of your damn business. Who just said that? Your boy. And none. And don't use unprofessional language at work. You're going to get in trouble with HR. Whatever you think. And that is perfectly that. Yes, that is correct. That is right, exact, and true. Girl, this girl, this grown-ass woman, you're going to call a girl? Get the entire fuck up. He He started started off wrong. wrong. (laughs) Well, 
that I I should not be this mad about a perfect stranger who I have nothing to do with in life, but man, oh man. It's because we've <laughs> all known people like this. Oh yeah. Yeah, who just really think they 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 in charge of some shit and, and have to be told you are not. And uh please remember that. Right. Oh my god. I had to learn as a manager and keep in mind I was in my mid fucking twenties. I had to learn how to like talk to people, but like I didn't cuss at them. I just had to learn to be more friendly in my approach. I did cuss at one lady one time that ultimately got me fired, but that was for something completely different. We may have been coworkers, but she was coming at me about something else. So I've talked about on the show, but you know, I never called anyone like a bitch for not doing their job in a way that I thought was good enough. I or, did or not, not call. I did not call a coworker a bitch, but I did go off on a coworker and did get called to HR for that. So, uh, but I mean, it was literally, it was literally just like, "Hey, man, you know what you did." And I'm like, "You're right, I do." So- <laughs> I guess for clarity, I should say I've never called a coworker a bitch on record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my man did this in a Zoom call, which means there's a recorded. You have this. This you got caught in 4K, my guy. No, this this simply cannot be what we do. Uh, yeah, he deserves to get fired for that. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And like I said, the only reason I'm not going, I'm not. I don't. I think they might not fire him is because his wife is pregnant. That's his saving grace, and that's the no that's the com- saving grace. That's the company probably looking out for that man's wife. Like you, dumb fuck. I'm gonna let you get this one off. Not really get it off, but I'm going to not fire you for this horrible offense. And I'm going to obviously move this person away from you. You will not have another person to mentor ever in this company again. So, yeah, I feel like, yeah, like this one kind of be like the warning. And if it happens again, then the firing, I understand yeah. like it, he shouldn't have done it. And I agree everything. I just, if all the workplace fables that could come up, calling someone a bitch is like one of the softer ones. Yeah, for sure. Mm, I mean, I kind of feel like touching somebody at work is immediate fire. Like calling somebody a bitch on Zoom and you get caught. That ah, man. That yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying he was right. I'm just saying in the pantheon of firings, he's more likely to get fired for like sexual harassment or like racism or something like that than like on a Zoom call. Slipping up and saying that she's a bitch. He very well could get fired. I'm not. I'm not campaigning for his job. I'm just. I'm power ranking the potential fireables. But usually, like sexual harassment and mm-hmm. like racism is behind the scenes. This was like T said in 4K. Like I, I know for a fact. Like um, like when you can't prove sexual harassment, you don't get fired for it, even though there's witnesses. Like, I, that's the only time I've ever been called to HR was when somebody was like, did you hear about um, a sexual harassment? And I was like, oh, yeah, I heard about that. And that person did not get fired. Mm. All right. We'll wrap this up and then I'll tell you another story. That's where that finishes it. <laughs> uh, Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct this week. Uh, they are, are rare and few and far between, but they always are super hype. And some of the dope shit that was announced this week, well, I'm going to give you just the one thing that I thought was like, this is wild. And that is they are going to update Mario Kart 8 Deluxe mm-hmm. with 48 new tracks. 
that's spread dumb. over spread over the rest of this year and into next year. Uh, they're going to come out in six packs, eight eight uh, eight tracks per pack. Do you have to buy you can, them? You can pay twenty five ninety nine, and that'll get you the whole deal. You know what I'm saying? You just they'll just when they, as they come out, whatever. But if you already have the Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pass, which is like their more expensive, their their higher tier of online service, it just comes with the service. Which uh, which means I'm getting those tracks for my already paid for service, and I'm hype off of that. Yeah, so I only uh, pay three ninety nine. I don't think I'm getting those packs. Yeah, if you, if you ain't got if you ain't got no N sixty four games on your shit, then no, you ain't getting. <laughs> you already know. Uh, let me tell you. I want to say the first date is when the first. When did they say the first was? I feel like the first tracks are coming in April, but I don't see that speci- uh, exactly. So I don't want to be uh, telling no lies over here. But uh, I, that, that I'll probably pay for that pack because my family um, we we play Mario Kart together like like two or three times a week. Let me check my family, and if I got a space, man, you can just jump in on my family, and there you go. It's already paid for, so it ain't like whatever. And and like I said, if I got if I got if I got a space in my family, my my family, uh, whatever, you can just throw it in there, and there you go. You got All it, right. and that sounds that's great. great. And uh. Let's see. Uh, I've been playing Death's Door on uh, Xbox Game Pass. It is a very fun game. It is a very challenging game, so much so that it kind of gets my goat every now and again. I'm like, I just got to put this controller down <laughs> and take a breath, and then maybe I'll come back and, uh, and 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 see what I can fire up on next. But I would tell you right now, if you enjoy uh, uh, OG Legend of Zelda, you know, the top-down Legend of Zelda, Death's Door is pretty great. And I can already see what what the tale is about. It's basically going to be a, a an overall tale of a uh, of of loss and losing loved ones. And I and I and I I, I fuck. I kind of that's kind of something interesting I find with uh, independent games lately. They are they will address such things. Spirit Fair was another game that I enjoyed uh, that had a similar kind of a vibe, and it basically was about uh, about loss and losing losing loved ones and so forth. So Death Store so far so far is a uh, is a uh, pretty pretty dope in that regard. I. I got I literally got my switch right here because what also came out of that uh Nintendo Direct was they updated Metroid Dread with a harder difficulty mode, but also an easier difficulty mode. So your soft man T can put that bad boy on rookie and at least get the story of Metroid Dread, which is all I really want. So I'm finally gonna sit and play through Metroid Dread probably after I finish Death's Door. That's what's popping over here. Mr. Mr. PlayStation 5, man. What what you been on? Well, um, wh- while we were sitting here, I um, I put a, a Far Cry um on there. Like I've had it for long as I've had it, but I I didn't play it yet. I, I still haven't yeah. played it yet. Yeah. Um, I started Deathloop. Okay. Eh. Uh, you know, what you, uh, um, and and it 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 actually takes you. I feel like you got to get through two loops. Like the full days before all of a sudden it's gonna settle on you and be like, oh, okay. Um, I I played a little bit of this. Uh, what do you think so far? Nah, I haven't played. I haven't played that much to give it an opinion yet. Okay. But this, Riders Republic, <laughs> a game that I'm gonna look a bit. It's Metacritic right now. Please go on. I love it. I love it so much. Um. 
I've been like because as a as a guy who plays like Grand Theft Auto and stuff like that, um, starting with um with San Andreas, riding on bikes is is such a pleasure. Just riding a bicycle, and like um it's just a fun game. You get to like play in Zen mode, which is just like whatever uh, like extreme sport. Um, you can just fly around in a jetpack or. Like uh, what well, I guess it's called like a bat suit, where it's like you uh, you know, the squirrel fly, suit, the flying squirrel. Yeah. Like um, you can play that or just snowboard without playing the game, and then also you can play the game. Like the, it has, you know, great graphics and looks great, and like when you fall off a bike, it's this cool looking, uh, VHS rewind button you can push. It's. It's a fun game, and I've enjoyed it so far. I've been playing that a whole lot. It is. Uh, it has a seventy-seven on Metacritic. Uh, overall positive scores, but it's like it's like people like. I guess the the, the I guess what I'm gonna say is like the the higher like you know the IGNs of the world so and so were real harsh to that game, and I was I never even thought of, of, of fucking with it because of the, how 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 uh, middling the reviews were. But it's free on Game fun, Pass it, right now, I think, right? Or um, on PlayStation Network. Is it? Yeah. Because my guy, I will gladly uh, get a free game. Oh, I can just do it on my phone. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. Uh, I would like to to know why people think it's so bad. Like, um, it's it, man, people just be hating. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm be real with you, man. Like, oftentimes, oftentimes it'd be like. It'd be that it's like the dumbest reasoning. And I'm like, what really? Yeah, was that really a reason? I uh, mean, that's how I feel when people discuss on the movie Unhinged. <laughs> the difference between <laughs> like Unhinged <laughs> and like, I don't know. I kind of feel like, I don't know. My energy is more um, common energy. Like or I don't know. I kind of feel like the people who who love that genre are the same kind of people who want to get out and punch people like when they drive, or like um, you know I don't know know all these different rules of the road. Like hey, I shoveled this part of my uh, this part of my front yard, and I was just <laughs> waiting there to park. Uh. I don't know, man. Like. Like I remember, you told me the story about your friend getting punched in the face. I'm like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even roll down my window if somebody came up to my car. Oh, funny, funny thing about that. Um, my stepdad stopped by here this morning, mm-hmm. and uh, he just showed up out of the blue. Like the truck, his work truck pulled up in front of my house, and then he let himself in because apparently my side door was uh, ajar for some reason, hmm. and. Um, like, what the do you fuck? remember? Do you remember the video that we saw the other day with the dude where he like cut something went off on the freeway and the brake checked him and then he pulled the gun out and started shooting at them. Mm-hmm. So apparently, my stepdad got into a similar situation recently, where uh, someone in traffic was mad at him about something, and uh, he had parked and. They reached for their gun, and when he approached them, apparently, like, he tried to snatch the gun from them, and what they the took heck? off. Yeah. 
he was I, in a taking situation. I have a sense of skills. From what he he was trying to say, uh, he made it seem like they the all it was it was a woman. From what mm. he told me, he apparently he 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 said that the way that she had the gun, he she must have felt that like her having the gun was going to make him afraid. Hmm. But it had the opposite effect, where it made him aggressive, oh. and that threw and that threw her off. So she ended up skedaddling after that. I I remember we had this meeting at work, and uh, we were talking about uh, different prejudices. And um, one thing that they brought up was women drivers. And I swear to you. Before this meeting, I never really thought of women being bad drivers. That thought had never, like, got into my head. And then, after that meeting, I have not been able to stop seeing it in every situation where somebody did something bad or almost got hit, it's been a woman. Like, every single one. Like, I was walking, uh, I was about to go on some marshals, and, um... You know, pedestrians had a right of way in parking lots. And this lady came so fucking close to hitting me. It was just absurd because I'm thinking like, first of all, it's 10 miles per hour uh, in a parking lot. You're not supposed to be uh, going extra fast, especially in front of the marshal's walkway. <laughs> so then like, so I, I, I backed up, like I jumped out of the way. She's like, oh, um, she explains like so this is what happened this is what happened i'm like why are you trying to explain to me why you almost hit me with a car i don't care just get out of my way i don't need you to explain to me why i almost died. <laughs> well, i don't hear this shit well, i put i put you i put you a a a, a, a bad driver in uh in the chat there also this must playstation plus games are planet coaster ultimate fighting championship 4 and uh What's this last one? Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon's Keep. A Wonderland's one-shot adventure. There you go. <laughs> so not Rider for Republic. <laughs> no, uh, it, it, I don't know if it was just free on mine. Um, and forgive me because I'm not, um, you know, I, I never really, um, like, go, even though I, I have it now because I got it free with the, um, Cause you bought this, you, you, you got it, it. was part of your bundle. Yeah, play your Riders for Public for free. Like it was on my Explorer page. Your news, maybe it was just for me. Even though I have the game already, that's stupid. It was in my, under my Explorer page on my PlayStation Five. Um, the little rocket. <laughs> Can't call it. Maybe 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 it was, just, it was a deal just going on. Uh, Box, as you heard, was uh, in a in a in a Halo tourney. But have you been really in these uh, Caldera streets or anything else? Uh, I played a little bit of Call of Duty that same night, but I have not uh, played the Xbox since that day. I can tell you this is true because when Box gets on Xbox, because he is one of my favorite friends, it sends a notification to my phone, so it's constantly him. My man Seth Macy, uh, my 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 nephew. Who else gets the uh, the 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 favorite favorite nation status when they hop on? My man Jeff. Word to Jeff. Shout out to Jeff. <laughs> Whenever y'all hop on, they be like, 
AAO? And I'm like, hmm, if he playing Halo, I guess I probably could link up with him. But whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I might I might try and play some Halo this weekend. Because, like, like, so we didn't do well in the tournament, but we've decided to kind of, like, stay as a team and, and do more tournaments coming up. Yeah. So um, we I actually had a message earlier right, right after we started the show from the one guy asking if we wanted to have a couple more people on the team. That way we have people in case someone couldn't make it or something. So I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like, fuck it. Let's get as many as we can. That way I have like a group of people who actually want to fucking play like something other than Call of Duty over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Well, it's part of it's a part of your uh, Game Pass Ultimate uh, perks. You get a pretty nifty skin for your guns in uh in Halo available to you right now if you uh, sign in. So I, I got to at some point go do that and get that skin because it looked real fly. <laughs> I uh, need to get the free stuff. Always try to get the free stuff. Um, uh, Book of Boba Fett ended. Uh, I literally just finished the episode right before we started recording. How many a fun episode. Seven. Yeah. A fun episode, but overall. I don't know. It's maybe just, a wasted bit of a story, you know? It's very unnecessary. Yeah. Um, but not gonna complain that it had happened. Yeah, for sure. Plus, you know what I'm saying? I got to get I got to see Luke Skywalker, I got to see uh a bunch of oh, this and this this right here, this was the series that really brought all of Star Wars, I feel, together. Because then you got a bunch of prequel shit that they sprinkled in there. You got a bunch of original trilogy trilogy shit they sprinkled in there. And of course, you got some new school shit they sprinkled in there. This is what I think. I feel like this show, amongst anything else, really made the entire Star Wars universe one thing. And I really, yeah, it did. It really did make it cohesive, and I fuck with it because of that. So I really enjoyed. I, if I can't say nothing good about Boba Fett, it's just, it's that it's like they they got they got that all together, and I was real happy to have that. Getting a. So I'm saying I I enjoyed that 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 part of it all, you know. Uh, they announced that Obi Wan comes out May 25th, so that'll be our next Star Wars series. And I think somewhere between here and there is when we get uh, Moon Knight, uh, which is the next Marvel series. Who's so, playing Obi Wan? Um, uh, Ewan McGregor is coming back to play Obi Wan. Oh, that's incredible! From the prequels, yeah, yeah. He had, he had always said he wanted to uh, play that role again because he really fucked with it. Supposedly, so he, Hayden Christensen's in it as well. Oh yeah, yeah, they announced it. That's no supposed. They they announced it. So he's uh, uh, Anakin will be in there. So I want to see how that goes. So that'll be uh, fun and interesting to see. So I'm I'm excited for that with myself. You guys uh, caught up on hot ones? No, I I, I watched uh, I watched Seth uh, Seth Rogan's and I have not watched any other ones. I want to watch Tracy Ross because one she's fine, but also mm-hmm. she seems real funny. So. I, I wouldn't. I want to. I want to watch that episode. I, I give not a damn about Ed Helms. I'm like, I guess, guy. Yeah, I used to watch like every Hot Ones every week as soon as it dropped, and then like the yeah. last like two seasons, I kind of like have. I, I'll, it'll show up, and I'll be like, I'll do that later. And yeah. then before I know it, it's like the season's already over. I'm like, shit, I got like 13 episodes to watch at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Ed Helms is, uh, seems like a pretty cool guy. I'm not saying he's not. He just doesn't do nothing for me, you know. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes, like, when I first got into it, the show was already a couple seasons deep, so I had a lot of backlog of, like, unrecognizable people to, to watch, and I, I was, like, doing it because I was so into the show. Now it's like when they have, like, a UFC fight around or something, I'm just kind of like, eh. I don't really feel like listening to you talk about shit I don't care about. 
I, I think this season has been a pretty solid one. I don't think they had any UFC fighters <laughs> this season. They had uh, like two last season. I mean, people still like Dana and his crew, I guess. Uh, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having UFC fighters on the show. I'm just saying that, like, when I'm not, like, engaged into the series like I usually am, that's yeah. not someone who's going to bring me in. Yeah, I, did, I didn't, I don't, um, <laughs> I know it was one of them was a black dude, but I still didn't watch it. Um, yeah, because I don't, yep. um, I don't watch anything like that. Um, I did watch the Seth Rogen episode, though. Yeah, um, I, like, I think I've seen them all so far this season, um, the White Wolf is on this episode <laughs> that came out. Today. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, my man, uh, my man, uh, what's his face? Sebastian, Sebastian Stan. Stan. Yeah. So, have y'all watched any of that, uh, Pam and Tommy? Um, no. Are they? Are, is that weekly or is uh, it's all out there? I think it's weekly, and uh, but 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 a, a few. They, I think they dropped like two, three episodes off 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 go. So you might have you might have up to like four episodes available. If I'm not, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, I'm a, I'll save that. But um, I still need to um, you know, start watching Euphoria. Like I missed the first episode, and I was just mm-hmm. like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna let it ride." And I really, really want to watch it. That's the I same way I'm honest. doing for uh, uh, How I Met Your Father. I just I want to let that stack, and now I'm gonna sit and watch all that. I gotta be honest, man. This season of Euphoria is gonna end up me- making or breaking whether or not I hang around because, like. Some of the stuff so far has been interesting, and some of it has like been boring me and made me not want to watch the show. So, funny you say that because part of the reason I wasn't like, I'm, don't get me wrong, I do want to watch it. I'm not amped to watch it because those two special episodes that came out like in the middle were um were st- weren't weren't very good. I didn't like those. Mm-hmm. So. It, I don't know. Now you you scaring me, man. I'm just like I, I so I watched like the first episode, and then I was behind a couple weeks. So like right now, I haven't seen this past Sunday's episode. I'm one yeah. episode behind currently. But like I had like missed like three at one point, two or three, and I watched them the other day. Like so, I was caught up for like a day, and then I didn't watch this past Sunday's yet. There was a time where I was watching through those, like, two or three episodes where, like, I literally had that, like, Big Bang Theory feeling where I'm, like, I'm watching it because I felt invested in it, but, Mm -hmm. like, I'm really not enjoying what I'm watching. Okay. Well, I don't, like, that first season was such a fucking banger. Like, I don't, I want to watch that first season over again so bad, Mm -hmm. Uh, but... I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I, I right now I'm just uh, watching a lot of um, you know HGTV type shit, and every once in a while I'll be on YouTube watching a um, you know them restoring a um, a buck knife or 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 electric fan. <laughs> Scoot yeah, up to I, the homie Todd for uh, for sharing for sharing the podcast on on his uh, on his uh, his Instagram. Props to my man's. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Thanks, Ty. I, um, well, next time we're in Chicago, we let you know um, earlier. <laughs> so next time we go to Chicago, up. we are eating everything in Chinatown. Ah man, it was funny. I was watching "You Live in What" on um, on 
Oh, it was from it's an HGTV show, and like they were in Chinatown, and they um they lived in a fortune cookie slash soy sauce um built up factory. It used to be, but man, I do want to spend at least a day in Chinatown. Yeah, man, those wings that we had there. Oh my god! <sighs> I, every day, every day, I feel I, I think about is this going to be the day. That I take my lunch hour and go to Bonchai. Every day I think about that. I, am I was just about. I was just about to say earlier. We we at President's Day, man. We should just link up and go to lunch somewhere. I was gonna send y'all a message earlier saying, man, we should have lunch. Um, but it, we probably shouldn't have lunch. We should probably like meet up and like and eat. Like not. Uh, I mean, not well, it was, pre- I, I, it was President's Day, which is why I said lunch. Cause I figured we all be off, you know. What is President's Day? <laughs> Next month, Monday after next. Yeah. So the the twenty first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to let you know because of course if we off, the kids off. I know. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> it, it it is. I mean, I guess it has not been too long since we have sat and had a meal together. But I mean, I was just like, I miss it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny. Like my partner, um, when she. When we had MLK Day off, I'm like, man, your job racist. Why you why you ain't get MLK Day off? I'm telling you, man, it's like it's uh, if I ever go get another gig, it's gotta be and 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 I, and, if, and, and let's say I come from a, a, a position of strength and bargaining, I'm like, look, man, I'm not gonna lie to you. I need all the bank holidays off, including Juneteenth and MLK Day. Don't play your boy. Don't be racist. And, and uh, uh that's just what it is, man. I can't I can't I can't even imagine. Having a gig well, where they they would they, they would have the audacity to tell me I got to work on MOK Day and Juneteenth going forward. Well, Hell Juneteenth, no! Juneteenth is an official national holiday now. I know. We get, it, we get it off now. Yeah. Yeah, but like, what's so fucked up is Martin Luther King. What is it? What's the other state other than Arizona? It's one more. Oh, I just know. I only knew of Arizona. I didn't realize the other states was on some nonsense. It was, it's Delaware. It's it's another one of those fucking states. What they like don't recognize it. Hmm. I didn't even know that that was a thing. Yeah, it's a whole ass song about it. I know By they the fuck around. Get to Arizona. I know they fuck around with like the time changes and, and stuff. I didn't know they did that with holidays too. Yeah. Well, you know, people, thank you for listening to us just chat and have a good time and being a part of our lives and a conversation and so forth and so on. It's always good to have you. Always good to do it. You know what it is. Please rate, review, subscribe, share the show wherever possible. I say it to you every week with the hopes that you actually go out and do it. You know who's been doing it? My homegirl, April. You know who's been doing it? My homeboy, Ty. My my, my man, my man's Matt and Rachel out there retweeting the, retweeting the good word of, of scam out there in these streets. I'm thankful and grateful to all of you for doing it. You should probably get down with that, too. I know you're listening. You hear me say it. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you don't get this far. Maybe it's like, maybe it's like that's, a, that's a long episode and I got what I want out of it. But if you made it this far... Hey, consider giving us a, a, a rating or a review wherever possible and uh, share the good word of us with your friends, your peoples, your family. Try to make us uh, uh, grow. That's what, that's what the Deuce Deuce is all about, us growing this uh, growing this operation in a, in, a, in, a, in a good and sustainable way so we can just keep it moving. Uh, they, go, they made it this far. That's impressive because they chose to make it this far, whereas us, like we have to make it this far because we have no choice. <laughs> 
Al, bruh, it won't be the first episode where you got up and walked away. <laughs> it's like, I'll be back. <laughs> Those were all to- toilet related. I never stormed off. <laughs> Not yet. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, please, rate, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, our Twitch channels, and uh, follow us over on Twitter. That is uh, Stage Crunchy, Stage Crunchy and Milk, and Skim Pod, respectively. If you want to support the show financially and have a few bucks toss away, toss our way, join us over on Patreon. Our members of the $5 and above tier get extra content each month and early access to new shows. I posted uh, finally, because I just got, I got time and got, got around to getting the edit, uh, Anthony's family eating their Taco Bell wings went up for, for patrons the other day. And it was a fun edit. And uh, the, the, uh, they, well, I have another one of Anthony's family uh, uh, trying out something that is it's edited. I just got to post it. So, and I got to make art for it. And that's the only thing that was holding me back. And I found that I took a picture. And I'm like, well, that'll work. That's perfect art. So I just got to make the art for it and uh, get that get that up for you. So just a couple little extra little little, little sprinklers on the on the on, on the Patreon deal. So, what I yeah. what I unfortunately discovered is the episodes Gabe wife recorded with us are gone. So the the we tries we tried uh, we we're trying the, the Canadian stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm super salty off of that. Cause just because it was nice, to, but now the listeners kind of know her. She's been on. She's been on five episodes at this point, so y'all kind of got the vibe of 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 Mrs. The Real ODP. So it it, it is it has worked out in a different way. So does she have a code name? Mrs. The Real ODP. <laughs> okay. I I I'll be honest. I don't listen to our show, so I I, I, I you you know. are here. You make the show. So it's I all know, good. But like I don't hear those cut up cut in segments. So I didn't know if like she had been sending something or other, like the, oh, the, plat- I should, the platinum cokey or something like that. You know? I should I should I should uh I should send y'all those because they're, they're they're all by themselves. I have them uh, uh you know edited off on their own. So you guys could uh, if you if I have not heard them. They're very fun. Uh they tell very interesting stories. It's fun to hear them two together. As 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 uh Ant pointed out, it was clear it's clearly pillow talk time, and that was proven to be true. With the last one, they were where they were like, "Oh yeah, here we are, just laying in bed talking," and it's nice. It's actually very nice. They're they're real good, and uh, huh? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I may be able to... if if um, if Gabe wouldn't fix, he definitely would have got pregnant the night of that one. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they definitely pillow talking, boy. Yeah, Gabe, but, uh, Gabe was definitely uh, throwing on his sexy voice a couple times on there. <laughs> it, was, it was so interesting to hear. But so, but maybe I can, uh, uh, patrons, if you are, if you think you're interested in that, I can just, I can just, uh, solo those out for you. I have them available to do just that. And that way, if you wanted to just listen to those little bits, uh, let me know. And I can, I can definitely make that a part of, uh, your, uh, patronage. So that's what's up. Uh, merch available, tpuppet.com slash user slash stage crunching milk, all one word. Again, if you know somebody who's an artist of sorts and would like to help us out, I am not. I'm not saying to help me for free. I will. I will. We, we will come to terms. And uh, like I said, I, just, I would like to have some extra designs up on the shop this year. And uh, if you ain't doing it, trust me, somebody will. But I'd like to help somebody out. If you know somebody who who is who is trying to get down with the cost, feel free. Give us a call. Two one six two six four six three one one. That's two one six two six four sixty three eleven. Certainly love to hear from you. Uh, missing man is the real ODP. Show him some love. He, he had a tough day today. Uh, nothing, uh, you know, dire, but tough. And so sometimes you just need to, you know, get some love shown when when days are days are tough. So 
please look out for my mans and think well of him because it's my dude. That's Tatum 216. Yes, the match card, the match box car hero. <laughs> That's Lunchbox 2099. Pew pew. <laughs> pew pew pew. Got himself about the Sarlacc pit. It's what's up, oh, fucker. <laughs> I am the internet's table 713. Bring me my you, armor. <laughs> you've just been podcasting, and I know you loved it. Peace. Good night. Hey, what happened to you? You used to be beautiful.